Live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the Spare Notes series with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and William Cooper. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Spare Notes series. We are back. We had Sunday night, not Saturday night, but uh, we are finally back. It seemed like we had um, taken the holidays off. Uh, we, we haven't been here since, I want to say, the last week of November, right after Thanksgiving? Uh, December 4th. Oh, it was December 4th. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, okay. and pretty much I did take off Christmas and New Year's week. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. It, it really uh, is. So we'll blame Coop, yeah. but that's okay. Blame, yeah, I needed, I needed some downtime. Um, you, the, none of my shows except for Jukebox, which is pre-recorded, have been running over this, over this time. So there has been some downtime, but uh, it was some scheduling stuff. And uh, I, uh, I, I thank you, Matt, for the patience as well. I know it was a little difficult So for me, on my end. It's not your end. So uh, Any, thank you. Anything anything for you, yeah. Coop. You know, you are, appreciate it. Yeah, you, you appreciate are, it. You are a very yeah. good friend, so I, I, will t- I will take care of your requests very personally. Um, but thank you for being here tonight. No, I um, told you we get we get it in. I said we find a way to make it work, and we got it. So I appreciate it. We got it live too, which is even better. So absolutely, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. I, I'm excited. Um, I'm smoking one of the cigars that is now on my now released cigar of the year list, the Mikarita Black Saka Khan, um, which placed on our top twenty-five. Uh, and Coop, you are over there smoking uh, what now? All right. So because you know I have to, you know Matt. See, here's the thing about Matt. Matt loves teasers, right? And I'm teaser-free, but, uh, you know, when I'm in Matt's territory, I, unfortunately, I uh, I have to, you know. Don't don't even try it. to spin this around like this is my fault. <laughs> so, so I said, I said, I sent Matt a picture, and I just hold up. Well, now you can people can probably see what the cigar is. I, I show him this cigar, but I only show him the orange band. And I said, this is a contender for 2023 Cigar of the Year. Um, and it's the Le Bijou, uh 100 años in the Corona size. And this is a cigar that got released to PCA. It's a blend variation of the Le Bijou. And I could just tell you that when we got these from the, uh, my father booth, the Coop team smoked these and we fell in love with the cigar instantly. And it didn't release once it got, it didn't, didn't, didn't release. it didn't disappoint once it got to the market. And, um, like I said, it was just too late to make the coupe list. Anything at the trade show that's released after it is not eligible. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, this is just an abs. If you haven't smoked this, look, I'm, I'm being, this is my father. When they do limiteds, they're limited. They don't like make it and say it's coming back uh, as a regular production. So when these are gone, they're going to be gone, and you may not see them for many, many years afterwards. So. Um, I'm excited to light this one up tonight with my cigar blondie accessories cut and lighting it. So, absolutely, thank you for leading us into that, Coop. Our cigars yep. are once our cutters and lighters are once again brought to you by Cigar Blondie Accessories, the ultra sexy, the slim, sleek lighter with its signature blade flame, as well as the very durable, very sharp double guillotine cutter. Only from Cigar Blondie Accessories. You visit them at cigarblondie.com today to get yours. Available in three finishes: a chrome, like the set that I'm using; the white, like Nicole uses; and the black finish that Mr. William Cooper over there is using as well. Absolutely, and uh, really uh, great, great pro. I mean, the, the cutters and the lighters work tremendous here. Um, so thanks to Leo and uh, Cigar Blondie for these. I'm trying to find the comments window on here because for some reason I don't have my comments window. 
Uh, if we don't have Mitchell, it's not oh, going to be the is. same. Uh, no, I think no. no oh, we got no. Mitchell here. Mitchell, you know, I have to say, Mitchell has been um, one of the greatest things to happen. Uh, rookie to of the year. Oh, he's media rookie of the year for sure. Oh that yeah. Is, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, he came in late, and uh, what a job he did on, and I, I, what a job he did on your countdown show. Uh, I cannot say enough. His preparation, his delivery. Um, he, you know, he's been coming in with the reviews as well. So what a job. Uh, what, a, what an acquisition for you guys. And uh, I think a, a very long career we're going to see in cigar media with this guy. I, I, I agree. I think Coop is um, fantastic. Um, wait, did I just say Cooper Mitchell? Sorry, I got distracted. I know you meant. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm uh, not fantastic. But uh, that's a – no, uh, he is. I met, I met him in person this year too, Mitchell, in, in Vegas. And I, he's a quality individual as well. Yeah, no, Mitchell has been. Mitchell, you know, right out of the gate, you know, we've had a few people that we have, you know, given a chance to come in with us, and it didn't work out. And, you know, it's no hard feelings. It, I, I think a lot of people, when they hear, like, oh, like, I want to come, you know, get the opportunity to go to Smoke and Tobacco, it's like they, they think that this is going to be like a Facebook group or it's like a social media thing. And I've, said it, I've said it once. I'll say it again. Uh, and it's no disrespect to anyone who doesn't operate the way that I do or Coop does, but you know we're not a social media influencer, Facebook group kind of thing. You know we operate uh, to the fullest extent of media coverage that we can, um, and so there's a lot of work involved. You know there's yep. two shows, there's a website, there's reviews now, there's pro there's scar reviews, product reviews, there's press releases there's other stuff that we write about there's trade shows that we travel to to go see there's shop events that we go to like there's a lot of things that happen um and so i think some people just they underestimate what the expectation is and so after a few weeks it's kind of like oh yeah and then like listen it's like if you don't want to do it it's fine but you know just this is what's expected mitchell i i talked to him plenty before I like you know let him into the kingdom and that like so to speak and I'm like are you sure you want this he's like yeah I'm like okay and Mitchell has been <laughs> like <laughs> Mitchell has been one of the greatest assets since you know Nicole and Carney came to smoking tobacco in the very beginning right. I mean he is just a kid hits it out of the park and yep. he's he's always hungry for more and you know he he's he's very invested in this and you're right. He's going to be with us for a long time, provided you know he continues to want to. But um, I just I can't say no. I just I love having Mitchell aboard. He's become a, a, a good friend now, and yep. uh, it makes it fun. So just yep. a huge a huge shout out to, to Mitchell Santaga. Yep. That's his real name. He's since changed it. It was just Mitchell San on Facebook. Uh, now he's he's put his full, which I didn't know. I thought that was his name. It was Mitchell San. I was like, oh okay. And then he's like, no, it's Santaga. I was like, oh okay. Yeah, no, uh, good, really good guy. I got, I got to meet him in Vegas this year. Uh, we we spent, we were at Enfuego. We spent an afternoon there. His dad was there. It was a great afternoon, and uh, you know, I could see this guy uh, had potential. I, I could see he had potential. I didn't know if he wanted to necessarily get in the media game, but I knew he like was on top of things in the industry. Like I, I that's what really impressed me about him. In addition to being just a great guy, but he was very on top of the industry. And you know, most of the time when I meet someone for the first time, nine out of ten times they don't really they don't they're not on top of the industry. But this guy was very very knowledgeable of what was going on. Yeah, he does his homework. You know, he, yep. he definitely oh, yeah. reads. He he, he, yeah. he lives in Canada, so he doesn't yeah. have his cigar experience is mostly Habanos and then whatever New World stuff makes its way. 
So for him, he doesn't have the same exposure that we do to cigars. Um, so it's very different for him. So fortunately, with him working for Smoke and Tobacco, he's had the advantage of getting a lot of cigars that are not available in his country uh, sent to him by me. Uh, you know, for reviews and whatnot, because uh, he just can't get them. So that's been a plus yep. for him too. He's made yep. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I can tell you, I can tell you one thing that Mitchell loves so far from New World Cigars, uh, a brand that he has, a brand that I love as well. But Mitchell, like he, he won't stop talking about it. Like I, I'm, I'm, you know, I need to have a, I need to have a discussion with, with Mickey Pegg because All Saints Cigars are, are very high on Mitchell's list right now. I mean. I mean, I gotta. I don't know. I mean, he's turning into a, a Mickey Peg fanboy. This is make Mickey work for her, make Mickey work for his uh, press, Mitchell. That's my good advice. Yeah, <laughs> don't make it easy for him. Make him earn it. <laughs> Seriously, make these guys earn it. Yeah, make these guys earn it. And, and Mickey's more than capable of earning it. By the way, he's done some great stuff. So. Um, yeah, no, it's great. Mitchell's yeah. also <laughs> another thing that's that's kind of interesting that I found out about Mitchell recently is uh he's part of the he's part of the half italian club so everyone is smoking tobacco is half italian so, so, so yeah I. yeah and so mitchell is uh, half chinese half italian and I, he told me and i was like so you're half italian and he was i was like i didn't know that he was like yeah i was like oh man that's like the running theme here so <laughs> we're all half italian yeah. smoking tobacco yeah. it, it's yeah. got goop <laughs> so yeah, yeah right. that's true that's uh, uh we italian. all yeah. we all have that common uh we all have that common that trait Yep. Yep. We all like to eat. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Although, absolutely. Although Mitchell's definitely, I think, the skinniest of all of us. So he's gonna. Oh yeah. So I don't know. He put on weight pretty quick. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. We all do. <laughs> cool. Can I just point out? Is that a black dress shirt that you're wearing? Yes, I am. It's. it's, it's very, I know. It's, I guess the black background wasn't a, wasn't smart, but uh. And, and it's yeah, very. I mean, it's, a, it's very you sleek. Know, uh, uh, yeah, it was a little. We were out earlier, so it was a little. I just didn't change. You got the, uh, you got the, you know. Now you're showing the Italian side. You get the black shirt on, unbuttoned. You get the chain in there. You yeah, know. this you, is. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. showing your Italian colors. Well, <laughs> and the funny thing is, this chain, this chain came from my dad, who is uh, not the Italian, but I've had this for 40 years. Uh, he gave this to me um, when I was 15, and I pretty much have never taken it off except for a few times when I needed to. No, oh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really awesome. William mm -hmm. White is here. Vince is here. Uh, Mitchell is here in the comments. Nicole is here. Um, I don't know how long we'll have her. I know she's 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 you know she's pretty low on energy these days. You know uh, things things are the times they are a changing. Bob Dylan once said that. Uh, yeah. If, if anyone knows what movie that is from, um, kudos to you. Uh, so you know we'll we'll see how long she lasts. This uh, is usually a two-hour show, but uh, yeah, the times they are a changing. They are. They are. And uh, I guess you know congratulations. Oh, thank right? you. I mean, it's it's now pu it's now public, right? It is so, public, I mean, yeah. Uh, it is public. Yeah. So, so uh, yep, you guys went. So, congratulations. Uh, couldn't be happier for both of you. Thank so, you. So, uh, it was great news. So, technically, the Smoke and Tobacco team has grown once again, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait till they don't want to work for you guys. That's like my my kids don't want to work on the Coop team. They run. Now, my policy is going to be. If they don't have any interest in it, as heartbreaking as it will be for mom and dad, I get it and it's fine. I can't, you can't, you fo you like can't force yeah. anything on them. But no. if they do want to be involved, OMG, it's going to be fun. Now, I also already yeah. told Nicole, 
and it, and I know that there's going to be someone who, who who stands up and goes, oh, I disagree, and that's your opinion, and and you have every right to that, and whatever. Um, but I'm an adult, and I have my own kids. Uh, I they will not wait till they're 21 to have a cigar. I just I think it's BS. I think 21 is a BS law. I don't think that it's I think it's too late in life. My kids will have a cigar well before that, and I have no problem saying that publicly. Uh, this is what mom and dad do, and uh, when the time is right, when they're at an appropriate enough age, um, you know they, you know they can they can enjoy cigars with us in the privacy of our own home. And then when they are 21, then they can come to a lounge. There's nothing I can do about that. But uh, so I have that to look forward to, yeah. which is nice. You know, my son, my son Timmy, um, he uh, when he turned 18. He was living in Orlando, Florida, and um, he was going to Full Sail University as a freshman. And, you know, he wasn't far from Corona Cigar. So when he turned 18, I went down to Orlando, and uh, we had a ritual to have him have his first cigar. Ooh. Okay. All right. But he had already smoked. It's not wasn't his first legal cigar, okay, because he had already smoked a cigar, right? So we went into Corona. Jeff was actually in, in the Dominican Republic. When this happened, and I remember he picked out a uh, a La Roma, oh, sorry, a San Cristobal Elegancia, and he smoked it right, and you know, he liked it and everything. And eventually, he, Timmy, when he graduated for a while, was working part time in retail. But a few, like I went back to Orlando a few months later, right, and Jeff was there and he wanted to meet my son, and we're talking, and and Jeff was really happy that I chose Corona cigar to have the, the first cigar with my son, and he's like. You know, hey, you know, it's great. And he goes, hey, but Dad, that wasn't my first cigar. <laughs> he's like, Dad, I, I, with first legal cigar, Timmy. <laughs> not the first. Wink, not wink, the one nudge, I gave you in the nudge. backyard. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff was, like, laughing about that. He's like, I get it. Yeah, no, I said, but, yeah, no, because Jeff was still happy we chose Corona anyway. But I was like, yeah, that was what happened to yeah, no, I I assume it's 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 probably gonna go the yeah, same yeah, for for yeah. us as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a great cigar. moment. It's a great moment. I know Jeff's getting close to having a cigar, legal cigar, with his son when he turns eight. Uh, I guess twenty one or eighteen. I don't know how to get. Again, that's a parent decision. That's not for me to judge. I mean, I'm not gonna let the kid have a cigar at twelve or fourteen. I mean, that's too young. But you know, yeah, the the older teens. I think you know maybe you know seventeen, eighteen is. Is is close enough? Yep. I mean, yep. if four years ago it was it was eighteen, and yeah. I think that's where it, it should have stayed. But you know, it it, it went to twenty one, which every I think we all know it was ridiculous, yeah. and none of us supported that. But yep. it is what it is. Um, you know, we'll abide by that only where we have to, not when yep. we have to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, that's my that's my little dose of controversy for the night. Uh-huh. Um, there you go, Coop. What do you have for controversy this week? You got anything good? Um, you we've know, been a while. Not, we've been away for a while. Yeah, there's not much. I would say, you know, I guess the one thing that I'm noticing, okay, and is you know, obviously we're in your your end of year list season, right? I mean. Does, could the cigar industry at least try to acknowledge some online media a little better? I mean, it does. It, I swear, if I think I put Cigar Coop in the print, it would be a different story. This is this industry. Every print media rating is shared, and then it's like online. It's like a struggle to get a share done on it. And why is this a big deal? Because the shares are important to us in terms of traffic. 
right? So we want to get as much traffic as possible. And I just don't understand it. I mean, especially, you know, I hear, <laughs> you know, I hear, I hear people bash one publication, and then another publication puts out a list which is very similar, and, and suddenly it's a great list. So I, I don't quite understand it at all. Yeah, you know, I, I I understand where you're coming from. I've experienced this as well. Um, yeah. And the the irony here is, you know, print media is becoming, it's not completely dead, but it is a dying medium. Not in the cigar industry, it's not. They can't get enough of it. I know. But in the rest, you know, in the rest of the world, you know, print is a, it is a dying thing. Um, and it's funny because my father-in-law is a printer, so he probably would disagree. Yeah. But... Technology, you know, has, has introduced to the world, and, and things are being digital. People can read books digitally. You can see magazines digitally. Now, I mean, Cigar Aficionado and Cigar Journal have digital versions that you can just read on a tablet or your computer or your phone. Uh, you don't actually have to get the magazine. Um, but yet, you know, when it comes to all of the online stuff, it's almost like, you know, well, yeah. it's not the same as the, the magazine I read while I'm in the toilet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Mitchell, uh, there are some companies that are trying to do a good job with it. I'm looking at it. There are. But no, and there are. No, it's not everybody. That be, but, that, but some of the ones could do even better is what I'll just say. Um, um, Espinosa was good with it. United, DTT, uh, Mickey Pegg was good with that. Uh, Dissident was good about it. There was a lot of people. And then there was a couple of people who actually, and I'm not going to mention any names, because there's a couple of people who are very good friends of mine who were recognized on the list multiple times and did not share anything about it but the second that it's in a magazine it gets posted they, they did. everywhere oh I, uh, oh I I could tell you there's people who I really like and I've kind of tried to explain it to them like look I don't you know and I get there's long relationships with some of these print magazines but in other cases there's no relationship trust me so it, it's a simple thing and if you want to just do any favor if you want to do anyone a favor on online media just share that link it is that simple um, and uh, it's free. It know, doesn't hurt. It takes a half. It doesn't a second. hurt. You're you're gonna get more publicity out of it, um, and it will, will do everyone some good. Just trust me on this one. Uh, it's uh, you know, but it, it's a constant. But this year it seemed worse. It seemed worse than ever this year. And I'm not, I really don't want to single out companies this year. You could you could figure it out. Is what I'll just say. Um, so. It doesn't was that you know, and it doesn't mean I'm mad at the company. I'm, I'm disappointed, but I'm not mad. I'm not gonna hold it against them or anything. But but it is it is it is annoying. I'll just say that. So Jake Jay Davis is actually here tonight. Jay, thanks for being here. We love having Jay Davis with us. Uh, he posted this long thing. I actually I don't get the reference, but maybe you do. I don't know if you can see that. This is something from Ghostbusters, isn't it? You're very handy, I can tell. I bet you like to read a lot, too. Print is dead. Oh, that's very fascinating to me. I read a lot myself. Some people think I'm too intellectual, but I think it's a fabulous way to spend your spare time. I also play racquetball. Do you have any hobbies? I collect spores, molds, and fungus. What is that from? (laughs) What is that from? Ghostbusters. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Major Santaga, All Saints has been good, but yeah, most brands, it's tough even to get them to comment a thank you on the post for being on the list. That's uh, kind of true. Yeah, it's Ghostbusters. That's right. Yeah, and there's yeah. Chad. 
Yeah, it's um, you know, in some companies, I'm gonna just say there's a few companies that I know that they really just are really reserved on that type of stuff, like not going overboard on it. And and I, but I but I see that because they're consistent with the print magazine piece as well with that. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, it, it it's kind of like my gripe this week. Um. But it's been a gripe for many, many years. And, and look, I'm going to say this. And I, I said this. I was in a chat with Jay. Print and online media, we, we do need to do a better job at what we're doing with end of year list. And everyone can do better. Some folks need to do a lot better than others, as I'll just say. But, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a problem. And I don't think it's, you know, I think there's still a lot of disconnects. I think there's a lot of inconsistencies. It's not necessarily... Um, you know, like some like like I saw smoking tobacco use the process this year, which which made, which at least put me at, like I may not have agreed with every cigar you had, and I told you I didn't agree with some of them, mm-hmm. but I can honestly respect the process, and honestly that was a solid. I thought it was a solid list. I tell anyone that's a solid list, um, but there are some lists I look out there. I'm like, well, who are these guys, and um, have they been? You know, what are they doing? Are they, like some of this stuff was like house cigars I'm seeing on there, and I didn't get it, so. You know, it, if our criteria uh, hasn't been, you know, explicitly stated for the record, uh, any cigar that's eligible before Halloween of the current year is eligible for the end of the year list. Cigars that are released November, December are not eligible. And the reason is because I just I don't feel like it's enough time for the cigars yep. to be out there and whatnot. So I try to Halloween, I feel is fair enough, because if it's on the shelf by Halloween, you have the, the holiday rush. It's already there for uh, if it comes out, you know, after Thanksgiving, you know, it's just it's just not a lot of time. You know what I mean? So oh, I went. I've done that. I've not. I've been through that before. And then I have a list of suddenly cigars are in two years or are not even on the market anymore. Right. And that was the pro- that was the problems I was facing. Um, you know, you know, there, there was one guy, and I'm not gonna again. I'm I don't because this guy is a friend of mine. He put a cigar in his top ten, and I liked the cigar, and he liked the cigar. But when I got around to reviewing that cigar, it fell down, okay? And it was, re- I, you know, it was reviewed months later after that list came out. And I went back to him and I said, "What, you know, I don't know what happened. This cigar fell downhill. And he goes, oh, yeah, it fell downhill for me too. I'm like, that's why you shouldn't be putting cigars at least in December on your list. You know, that's the exact reason. And, and here's the thing. If, you, if you're that sold on a January 1st to December 31st list, Guess what? You can't do your list in January. You got to do it in March or April. That that's that's what you're gonna have to do. Right. So I mean, and no one wants to do a list in March or April. So that's the problem. Is no, you can do it. You just can't do it that quick. Is what I'm saying. That's true too. And you know, but the, the and the thing is, you you said it too. Is nobody wants to do a list in April or May, or March, April, May, because. Yeah. By that time, we've already moved on. There's a there's a yeah. whole another year of new things that are happening. So, uh, yeah. if if you're waiting to put your list out, then I mean, you're you're just it's very late in the game. I mean, if if that's what you really want to do and whatever, like the, the, there's no disrespect when I say no. that. It's just you know you look at kind of the other things that are going on in the world, uh, the cigar industry world. You know, it, by that time you know, we've already gone. You know, we're already past TB. Um, you know, the, there's stuff that goes on there, and, and we keep on rolling, and then we're getting ready to prepare for, um, you know, the first week of July. Everyone goes back out to Vegas for PCA, and we're, we're getting ready for that stuff. So um, yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of stuff that happens right after the yeah. first come out. Half Wheel is one of the last people. The, all of their stuff, I think, comes out at the end of the month. 
Um, yeah. Yours, your cigar of the year, your number one, your number two come out tomorrow. Yep. Um, Bears list comes out tonight. Yep. Um, Dojo's list, I don't think, is out yet. I think it's coming out this week, and Blind Man's puffs the other list. Yep. That's a that's a big one, and they they're usually mid January list. So by the uh, end of January, first week of February, I would say ninety nine percent of the lists yeah. out there are done. Loomis's list is coming out later in the month. I know that the developing pilots guys are are they're much later. So I I think they're gonna they're pro- they may be after the consensus because they had a lot to do still. So uh, and that's know. fair. Yeah, it's the cons- they don't live for the consensus. So no, that's know, okay. Um, yeah. And the, the other thing, um, too, is, you know, it, it, but that's still not even a bad time. Even if it came out first week of February at, like, the yeah. latest, that's not danger zone, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, Nicole made a good comment. There's some people who are actually butthurt that they're not number one. And it's a shame, right? Um, The other thing is, <laughs> I, this is what I tell people. This is If you're looking to get buddy-buddy with me, December and January is not the time because I'm probably going to be – because I'm probably mean and cruel uh, in this time of the year. I don't have any sympathy if you make my list or not. There's there's just no feeling. I I, I mean, I, I don't know how else to say. I have to be like that, right? Otherwise, you know, the second I kind of look and, and and start favoring someone, it looks like I favored them, right? So I have to be as Switzerland, ice cold as possible to companies this time of the year. It, it's just that's how it is. Um, Otherwise... They're going to be butthurt no matter what if you're nice to them or not. Um, you know, it's funny. Then I see lists. They give the, the honorable mentions. Did, you didn't do honorable mentions, right? Uh, for, for, the, for the like the top 25 list? Yeah. Like cigars that didn't make it, but we mentioned them as unranked? Some, okay, but no, we didn't, we, no, we don't do that. Sometimes people bestow the honorable mention title, right? No, you either make and the I, list or you don't for us. Like, yeah. Now... Bear has a just Bear does it. He has a justification because he wants to do it for the cigars that didn't have meet the criteria that were good. My argument on that is, you're giving them a participation trophy. There's, there's, you're trying to make them feel good, right? No one. If if look, I can. I don't see anyone ever share an honorable mention. <laughs> so I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Not to interrupt. But right. I'll say that I won't. Right. I won't formally do that. But like here on spare notes, I may be like, you know, a cigar that didn't make it, but you know, I still enjoyed is X. That's different, and that's totally different than like saying, right. well, my honorable mention. But again, I I under, Bear's argument back to me on it is this: he's not just he because a lot he doesn't put limiteds, for example, on his list. So if it was a limited, he'll mention, hey, I smoked this, and he bestows the honor. I said, hey, just mention best limiteds of the year. That that's what I would just do because honorable mention to me sounds like a a a weak participation trophy in my book. Jay made a, uh, an interesting uh, point here. I'm going to bring this back up on screen. Excellent example. La Llorona from uh, Adventura was amazing at the show and when it first landed. After a few months, sitting is a good but less impressive. Cigars like wine do need some shelf age. Bingo. Bingo. So this, for example, I'm smoking this Labajou 1922, right? Mm-hmm. It has not gone through a review cycle with me yet. But what have I done? I've smoked it a couple of times now since it's come out. And the idea is to look to see how this cigar is performing over time. So when I sit down for the review, you know, I can say, well, you know, I smoked this a few months ago and I know a few things, but here's where it is now. And I try to make sure every cigar is now like 60 to 90 days minimum in the humidor, right? So that's kind of – I think that approach is very important. And 
that's why I don't have a problem with uh, what Cigar Aficionado does, putting an older cigar on the list, because it, it, you can see how it performs age. My problems with Cigar Aficionado are they're not consistent in how they do it. That, that's the problem. So, and that's a whole other discussion I, you know, I don't want to even tackle tonight. But Yeah, no, I, I get it. Um, but no, some interesting points raised right out of the gate tonight. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's not like the end of the world, but it's just it's stuff I think that's worth mentioning because, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of important. It's important to us, right? It's important to yeah. us, the people who are, who are doing the media and whatnot. So, yeah. um, oh, and, and yeah, and don't let anyone tell you that they don't read these lists. Everyone reads these lists. Um, I, I, this year, all I'm just saying is Coop had record traffic this year. Um, and it's never gone down in 13 years. So, but this was, when I say record traffic, this was record months traffic. We had period. People can't get enough of this stuff. I'll so, tell you right now, one of our highest uh, viewed episodes of the year, if not the highest, was the night that Mitchell and I came on to release oh, the top 25. Oh, I, I'm not surprised. We I, had I would, I would monster just, numbers during that show. Mon- and monster, all the yeah. manufacturers were watching. Everyone who was everyone was watching to wait and see, like, am I on the list? Um, you know, so it's um, it, it is important because people say that, but they also want to know. Because there's, yeah. there's the curiosity that killed the cat, right? People in the back of their mind, they could tell you, like, ah, it doesn't matter. But, well, but what did Coop give number one? Well, did this make it to Coop's list? Does Coop like this cigar? You know, people start to ask themselves. Yeah. They, they just, they need to know. Right. And, then and I get it because we're all like that. Yep. 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 Um, and, Which, you know, it's fun. Yeah. It's, but it's, you're right. It's, people were tuned in. And that was a late night show you guys did, too. Oh yeah, very um, late. It was a late night show. I mean, it went to went. I know it went to midnight. We, uh, I was actually watching it with Hector. Like we were doing a little watch party with it as it was going on, and uh, so he, you know, we had it on, and, and he, you know, he's from Espinosa, and you, you had a couple of blends that came out of that factory that were on there. So uh, we did. He was happy. He was happy, and uh, you know, and then you know, I think what you did smart is you you put the article out as well. Um, because that, look, I'm going to be very honest. People don't want to sit through a video to find out if they made the list. And some companies are lazy enough not to sit through the video. And, and, and who knows? And then they're number two, and they're like, you know, why didn't you tell me? Yeah, so, uh, and that's fair. Yeah. And you know what? That, there's people who don't want to sit through the video, but we also had thousands of people who did. So, yep. um, you know, and then I put out the written piece, and then there's tons of people who read that. So I get a mm-hmm. little bit of both, and everyone's happy. Yeah, um, yeah. So you're right. Mine, it's, it's a good point. Yeah, in fact, I went the opposite way. Um, I mean, the opposite way is it's always been a written piece. In the last two years, I put the YouTube uh, video component just to keep that avenue happy. So, you know, it's like, you know, people wanted this. Yeah, they don't want, there's people out there who don't want to read. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Is that a, you know? So I have something out there that they can they can consume. It's pretty much the same thing I say. It's not anything different, but yeah. The uh, by the way, you already know this because we've already talked about it privately because we talk almost every day, and I tell you these things. But I want to say it in front of the world because I want to make it known that I was right. I was right about one of your cigars. One of your cigars. I called it from the beginning. And it placed. But you would, you would thought it might be number one. You did. Think I it might said. Be number one. I said this one has a good chance of being number one. I said, 
But if it's not number one, it's it's going to be in the top three. And if it's not number one, it's going to be number three. It's not going to be number two. I'm like, it's either going to be number one or he's going to have it number three because I feel like he's going to surprise me with a number two. And so I said, if it's not three, it's number one. And sure enough, you and I on Cigar Coop and Smoking Tobacco at number three both had the Tatuaje T110 Broadleaf Reserva, which I think that speaks volumes that we had a cigar like that in the exact same spot. That was a great you know, cigar. It, yeah, it was great. And you know what the amazing thing is about that cigar? And I know it sounds maybe it's a little maybe a little cavalier to say this, but it's only ten dollars that cigar, right? But the experience you're getting for a ten dollar cigar, that thing smokes like a twenty two dollar cigar in my opinion. It's it's that good a cigar, right? Uh, there's great value with that. Even though it's a smaller cigar, right? But again, you think about what you're getting bang for the buck for ten bucks with that cigar, that's hard to beat. Yeah. Great cigar maybe not the best value cigar, but the best cigar value. There's a difference. It's yes. not the cheapest cigar, but what's the best bang bang for the buck, yeah. That's a good bang for the buck. Yeah. And my only gripe with Pete, I'll say this for the record, I got I got one beef with Pete on that cigar. Make it every year because I want them. <laughs> Make it every year. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a really good cigar. I yeah, am yeah, kicking I mean, myself right now that I did not buy the box. Yeah, it's it's a good cigar. Yep. Yep. Uh, unless Jay Davis has some squirreled away, then. Uh, you, yeah, Jay Davis, text me. If, yep. you got, if, any, if yep. any retailers who are on here have any of the Broadleaf T110 squirreled away, uh, get in touch with me. Yep. That's that's yeah. a that's a box I want. Um, yep. Have you had the Nick Cigar by LH Premium Cigars? Looks like a chocolate bar, one of my favorites. I'm trying to remember. If I I've smoked that. everything that Nick has, um, and LH Cigars is fantastic. What he's doing is that the uh, one with like the plain white band that just says like Nick and like typewriter letters on it. I I don't know which one he's referring to. That is one of Nick's cigars. Um, look, I, I have a long relationship with Nick. I used to co-host with him in Atlanta, a radio show. Uh, but he does make great cigars, and uh, he's at he's at he had a top ten cigar last year with his LH Limited. Um, but um, it is it is a fan, I mean this Nick Nick Sirius is doing some fantastic work, um, and his cigars are being made out of out of Costa Rica as well. Same places, same place that uh, we know a lot of high premium Costa Rican cigars come out of. So J- factory. So so Jason, um, I know I've had that cigar in my possession. I can't remember if I smoked it, and I don't know if I still have any, but I know I've had a couple in my possession. I'll have to check. Yep. Uh, but I don't remember smoking it, so let me yeah. let me, let me me find it, smoke it, and get back to you on that. Yeah. I mean, Nick has really two brands. He has the LH brand, which are the red the red and gold bands, red, gold, and black bands. Okay. And then there's the Nick, the Nick line, which is the typewriter bands. Um, yeah. Which I hate those bands, but those cigars are fantastic. He knows I hate the bands, but... Uh, they're fantastic. Nicole says that we have like five, so I'm gonna have to go and see if I can. Have you had Nick? Down. Have you had Nick on the show yet? Not yet. Uh, a must-have on the show. Yeah. And I'm bi- and I'm biased because I used to call him, but you could just uh, you know, if you go well, go and see other interviews he's did, he's a really good interview. So don't even judge him. Watch other people who've interviewed him. Don't even watch me, and then you can make your own decision. Well, we've talked a lot about Nick, and I would I would have him on the show. Um, yeah. Great guy. Really uh, good friend of mine. As well, um, he's actually going to be co-hosting a show called Simply Stogies 
And, you know, I would have loved to have Nick as a co-host again, but he is a brand owner, right? And, you know, I have a lot of sponsors, and that was going to cause an issue, I think, if I did that. So, and he understood that. Because uh, Nick, Nick, like I said, I, I used to co-host with Nick years ago in Atlanta, so um, he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny. You, you, you talk about um, having people on the show, and there's something I've talked to you about recently, and I, I, I kind of want to bring this up on the air because I just feel like it needs to be said. I made a Facebook post about this at the time because I was a little frustrated, um, but I'll, I'll be I'll be a little more open on the show about it. Um, and Coop, you you also have a show. You have multiple shows, like me, yeah. that you know you are responsible for, that you know you book people for, and you and you and you manage. Um, as a general rule of thumb. And this is kind of to the people who are manufacturers. Um, there, there's a there's a small, small, small handful of people who approach me, and they approach me in a way that's not very warm and friendly, and we don't do really a lot with them, and they almost, you know, they 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 demand to come on the show. They don't ask like, "Hey, I know you're busy. I hope you're doing well." You know, we have this thing we're trying to do. I'd really like to promote it if you know if you're really interested. Sure, but when you text me and say, "When am I coming on your show?" and you know, I don't get back to you because it seems kind of aggressive, and then you come back at me a couple weeks later and you're like, "I I want to know like when I'm getting an invitation on the show," you're not gonna get one, and that's just flat out, plain and simple. That's that's how it is. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to let people push me into um, just having them on my show because they just want to be on my show and they're not even going to, you know, not going to be cordial about it. They're just, you know, people come to me like, I want to, like, I want to be invited on the show um, in, in kind of a rude way. You're not going to get one. That's your answer. And I'm not going to keep answering your messages because unless you call me and say, hey, man, how you doing? You know, blah, 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 blah. Like, and you're nice about it and you want to work together. That's fine. But when you just demand to come on the show, you ain't coming on the show. There's your answer, plain and simple. So that's all I got on that subject. Unless you want to add anything to it, that's where I stand. Um. Yeah. You know, in general, I don't. I haven't had. I've had maybe diff kind of different experiences, but in general, um, what we want to do is we want to be the ones to do the invitation. So what we don't want. And this is something we've all agreed to as a team is we will not re we really don't want to be participating in a book tour. Um, and what, what I mean by a book tour is, you know, when when, when a celebrity writes a book, right? Mm. What do they do? They go on Good Morning America. They go on every local radio station. Howard Stern and Howard Stern. You get to hear the same interview over and over again. Right. So we do get these. Right. And sometimes they do come from some bigger names. Right. So we've had to manage that. So. We've had to manage that piece is what I'm just going to say. And sometimes we will agree, but we will not. Like, you, we, we ask for an exclusive week. We say we just got to have a week. It's not doing good for me to compete with these other shows. It's not doing the other shows any good, right? So we ask for that little bit of a window with that. Um, we've put some big names off sometimes. We I can tell you when the encore came out from Ernesto Perez Carrillo, they, they, Ernesto doesn't do a lot of interviews. They did offer us Ernesto. We asked for a later in the cycle interview and they accommodated us with that so we were one of the last ones to do it and that's what we did um 
sometimes we do try to accommodate. But, you know, I know, for example, like Abe's doing a lot of interviews right now for The Great Smoke. Our interview with Abe's not going to be till March. I mean, it's just, again, we're trying, we're trying not to compete up against other shows. And we don't want to deliver the book tour experience. It, it, it doesn't help anybody here. Um, and I get Abe's trying to reach as many media people as possible, so I don't begrudge him at all. But we also have to try to manage this type of stuff. So why I'm saying all this is there's reasons sometimes why maybe, you know, if you ask for an invite, you might not be getting one, right? It, it, we're trying to balance schedules out. We may see you're on other shows. Maybe we're just, again, there's people we've put off and things like that. It's not we're trying to be mean, but let us manage the piece. We know you're on the radar, and uh, you know, we'll certainly make an accommodation for you guys. And, and everything you just said is true. And I'd say that applies to, you know, in a general sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and, and thank you for saying that, too, because all that is true. Um, yeah. What I was saying before was specific to, like, one per- yeah. Like, one or two people. Yeah. But a lot of that's the reason I'm gonna be why honest. someone's at, Like, there are people asked to come on the show, and there's two reasons why you're not going to get on the show. One is you're not qualified, and two is what I just said. So and, it's those, those are the two reasons. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is that the, 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 the person who, who continues to do that to me, I've talked to several of the people around the industry who've all given me the same exact feedback, including people who have worked for them and had an even worse experience. And that's all I'm going to say. So maybe it's not everyone else. Maybe it's you, and you should just think about yeah. how you talk to people. So um, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that person's going to know who they are because and I don't care because I just I don't want to deal with it. Well, you don't know you, what's going to happen now, Matt. You're going to get the, is it me? You know, you're going to get that now. I got that I after the Facebook post from someone, oh, and I, I said. You, and I told you we were going to get that. Yeah. And, I, and I said to this person, it's someone that we all know, but I'm still not going to bring it up because it's like Beetlejuice. Yeah. Hey, uh, I just hope you weren't talking about me. And I'm like, have you ever asked to come on the show? No. I'm like, okay, well, then how would it be you? Exactly. <laughs> like, use your brain. Like, it's not that right, hard exactly, to figure out. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, uh, you know, don't worry. Yeah. If you've never asked, yeah. then it, it could not possibly be you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I get to say about that. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Um, but other than that, in a more uh, positive note, uh, I know that you, know, you you asked me if we could really wait to really dive into the year end of the year stuff until everyone's stuff is out, which I think is fair. And yeah. uh, I want to wait. I want to wait till like, the consensus is out and everyone else's That's list we, is out. Right. And I want to. Yeah. I want it all to be on the table before we shred it down because you know what? We'll talk about everyone's list, then we'll talk about what did Charlie have on the consensus, and you know all that. And I just I, I think it's too early. I, I agree, and that's why I asked Matt on that, and thanks for accommodating. We, we talked about it as a team and decided internally we were going to do the same thing as well. So, um, you know, um, so it will, we'll, like, it's not over. That's We're still in the season. It's, it's like talking about the results of the World Series, and we're still in, you know, the World Series hasn't really started yet. So Yeah, we're I mean, still in the division series. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it is yeah. early, but we, we will yeah. cover it probably. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Probably the next show? Or maybe the show Probably the next after. show. Or whatever. Yeah, it would, be, it would be in the next few weeks, yeah, because I'm not sure when the consensus comes out. Yeah. I, I, I got to be honest, I'm not paying as much of – we're not covering the consensus as much anymore. Yeah. Um. But um, – and that's just – I'm focusing on my own stuff right now, so that's the focus, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I Like I said, we're going to wait for all that to come out. Um, one thing I wanted to, to bring up I thought was very interesting and um, – and Cooper, you, you know, obviously you can comment on this. I know you didn't cover this, but 
um, earlier this week we had Juan Lopez and uh, his beautiful soon soon to be wife Bianca, uh, both of whom who work for Gurkha Cigars. Great uh, people, great people, uh, great oh, people, fantastic people. I love them. Um, they are. They came on the show and they actually broke news of two new cigars. Uh, right now, I think it's exclusively on SmokingTobacco.com. I don't think anyone else has covered this yet. Um, but they announced their two new cigars for the year that will be coming to TPE. And one of them is going to be available first at The Great Smoke. It will be the cigar that's handed out slash in the virtual pack that you get at home if you're doing it from home. Uh, and that's going to be the Gurkha Ghost Connecticut. That will be available in three sizes, a 5x52, a 6x54, and a 6x60. And they're going to range from 8 to $10 per cigar. Uh, same blend as the regular Ghost Collection, except for an Ecuadorian Connecticut uh, wrapper on the outside. Um, so something a little bit more mild to add to a, a wider spectrum of what they call their most selling box sale um, at Gurkha, the Ghost line as well as another cigar called the Grand Age 2. It's a sequel to the Grand Age. They found uh, about 2,700 uh, chest boxes uh, for the Grand Age uh, at their headquarters, and they decided they're going to fill it. Uh, it's going to have 60 cigars, uh, a Connecticut, a Habano, and a Maduro. Uh, all same blend, just different wrappers. It'll have 60 cigars, and they'll be $6.50 a piece. It's from a new factory in Nicaragua. I don't remember the name of the factory. Um, and then those chests will have uh, refillable bundles that can be ordered from Gurkha to refill the chest. Uh, but the, the, the initial chests that go out, that's all they have. They're not making any more. Uh, but there will be refillables for that. So if you want to read more about the specifics, you can head over to SmokingTobacco.com into our new cigar industry news section. You can read all about those two new cigars. And like I said, the Gurkha Ghost Connecticut will first be available for anyone who has any ticket, whether it's in person or virtual, to the Great Smoke in March. Uh, yeah, and, and Matt, actually, just a comment on that. Um, because you had Wani on uh, Thursday. Yep. And uh, we actually, when we talked to them, okay, we they reached out to us to come on the show. Now I have a long relationship with Juan and Bianca, and they know me very well. They know how I work, right? Um, but maybe they didn't know how I schedule. And I kind of asked them, hey, and I didn't know who was scheduling what, right? I just, hey, can you give us a? I asked for a little of that buffer. So they're coming on later this month when primetime resumes. Uh, it's the next Thursday show. I think it's in a couple of weeks we're going to have them on, and they're going to kick off the new season of primetime. So, you know, that's how, we, that's how we do it is what I'm saying. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, why, that, that's a great – that was a great lead into what we just talked about, actually. Yeah, and that's a great example. I mean, they yeah. – and, yeah. and they're good people, and they, they definitely approach the right yeah. way. Uh, and they have yeah, a they lot know, of they know how it, they, Yeah, they know how I work. I know Bianca from when she was with Gurkha the first time. And then yeah. she went to CLE, then she left the business. So, um, and, and Juan, he has always been very supportive of our brand. Um, and I look, I'm sure you got into it. I haven't caught up with the interview yet, but Juan's very transparent in an interview with everything goes on with Gurkha. So he will answer. Uh, he gives very honest answers, I'll tell you that. He doesn't, he does. he doesn't BS. He doesn't BS. So he, he suddenly speaks too much, actually. <laughs> well, he had Bianca with him too, so it was nice because she was able to kind of get in there too. My guy, <laughs> yeah, it was a good uh, time. Yeah. I loved having but both yeah. of them on. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, really good group of people. So uh, I have to catch up on that. And um, but yeah, I think they're coming on uh, last week of the month. So the cool. um, speaking of the Great Smoke, and I know you got you're gonna have Abon in March. You know, closer to the actual event, but um, you know. So that that's the 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 Mardi Gras. I think it's the, the Mardi Gras theme this year. 
It's uh, middle of March, end of March, I think. Um, they already had the Sokka release that they did, uh, which I completely forgot all about, but they had Sokka on the other yeah. night. I think he had like 300 bundles. That's already Those are already sold out. Uh, next, they have Alec and Bradley coming on uh-huh. uh, to do an Alec Bradley release. Um, I was looking at the release list this year for The Great Smoke, and um, I was curious of what you thought of – sorry. Let me pull up the website. So I thought there was definitely some interesting names on there. Yeah, I think this was a pretty uh, – you know, the first year, obviously, they had the Carlito cigar on them, and that's, that was just – but they have Robert Holt, Rafael Nadal, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Yeah. Uh, so um, I actually um, – I'm really excited about all of these names this year. So I would say the smallest of the five is Robert, but but he's probably thrilled to be in there. You know, I know he's been banging on the door. So uh, you know, you got two heavy hitters, uh, you know, coming still in uh, Rafael and Ernesto. I mean, these are, they have uh, three number one cigars of the year between them. The Rubens fourth number one cigar of the year. There's a lot of hardware. Uh, this is a big year for them. I don't normally get excited about these releases. Abe would get mad at me. They just they don't do a lot for me. These got me intrigued a little this year. I'm pretty intrigued on these this year. And that's why I asked you because I know this yeah. you know shop stuff yeah. is not your thing. But not my. I not like my to, thing. I like to put the Great Smoke kind of on a little bit of a separate island now with this new thing that they're doing with this because it it's a little Abe bit larger ex- scale. Yeah, and Abe demands excellence with this stuff. I can just tell you, I know uh, we both know him well. Uh, he is not going to settle for second best on this, and and these, believe me, they all all five of these people know Abe very well. So, um, you know, don't forget the Rubens either. So I'm pretty interested to see what they're going to bring. Oh yeah. Uh, I didn't like. I'll take my chances and see what I can get down at the at the event. Is what others do. I'm not going to go crazy trying to get one of these, but uh, but I probably can weasel something from someone. So. So are you going to the Great Smoke? Uh, we have pretty much decided we are going. Um, three of us are coming in for it of the four. Uh, it's going to be Bear and Ben. Um, but we, we are using this as a team-building weekend also uh, because we really – PCA is not really a good chance to do a team-building weekend. So this is uh, a little more relaxed. I can't do it during TPE because I'm going to be at um, Pro Cigar. So we it, – it, it, the only time – by the way, I, I can't pick on A, but, boy, this time really sucked. He yeah, had this time too. So he finally doesn't compete it with Pro Cigar. But what does he do? He competes it with Spring Break in, in Florida. So uh, go figure. But So I don't want to pick on him too much. And, and then the other guy I pick on is the, the Red Meat Lovers Club dinner is right in the middle of Lent. So, <laughs> so I'm screwed either way. You just can't win, right? I can't win. But, no, I don't blame Abe. I'm kidding you, Abe, on that uh, because I do know Abe really, really tries. Now, I, I got to find out about the Red Meat Lovers Club thing because here's the one catch. The the I'm Catholic, so during Lent we don't eat meat. But they have given dispensations for corned beef and cabbage, right? Uh, in the past, and and the, I think the dinner is on St. Patrick's Day, the 17th. So if they are going to have corned beef and cabbage, that could change the whole game for me of going. So I'm gonna have to find that out. Let me see. Let's see. Sunday brunch, Terrence Riley. Uh, Thursday That's night. Under- Thursday yeah. night with Jonathan Drew at Boynton Beach. Uh, yep. Friday night, Red Meat Lovers Dinner uh, with Michael Herklotz. Yep. Uh, which is the 16th. Uh, no, wait. Oh, okay. So wait, wait, wait. No, no, it is the 17th. It is the it 17th. It is the 17th. But at the same time, 
at Boynton Beach. Steve Saka will be doing something at Boynton Beach at the store. Saturday night at Boynton Beach, you'll have Matt Booth of Room 101. He'll be making his way to town to do a, uh, an event on the 18th. And then uh, on Saturday morning, there is the TGS 23 tailgate party with special guest Eric Espinoza. Yeah, he's doing the, the Abe's going to start the tailgate party in the parking lot this year, which I think was a great idea. That is um, cool. I like that. Hector's going to love having to get up and go to that event. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Why are you, you going to pick on Hector? He's not even going to defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> I know Hector. That's why. Oh, but okay. So <laughs> I got I can't wait to have Abe on the show. Okay. Because here's my thing. Uh, so Abe's got a paid ticket event for the Red Meat Lovers Club, right? Who does he put up against the paid ticket event? Soccer? Like, are you trying not to sell the tickets, Abe? I mean, <laughs> not to mention, who makes the Red Meat Lovers Club cigars? Yeah, I, I kind of get that. <laughs> right, I kind of get that too. But <laughs> think about it. I, I, He's got a lot of confidence in that Red Meat Lovers Club event because, like, would you like? I don't know a lot of retailers who would say, "Oh, I'm gonna have this paid event, but you can get the free event with Steve Saka, right?" <laughs> so, I mean, that's a very interesting scenario. I can't wait to talk to Abe about that when he's on the show. And I'm sure you guys will talk to him about it too. So, it's uh, an interesting thing. We'll bring it up, and you know, and you know what'll happen? Abe will get all flustered, and then Alex will have to calm him down. And it's always a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, but no, yeah. lots, of, lots of interesting names on the list this year for people who are participating: uh, Adventura, Aguinor, Salif, Alec Bradley, All Saints, Altidus, Caldwell, uh, Cavalier, Crown Heads, Drew Estate, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, El Septimo Geneva uh, will be there. Uh, EP interesting. Car yeah, EP Carrillo, Espinosa, Forge Cigar Foundation, Arturo Fuente, uh, General Cigar, Gurkha, HVC, Illusion. J.C. Newman, Hoya de Nicaragua, McAuliffe Cigars, My Father, Olivia, uh, Olivia Oliva, Oscar, Oliva. Val Oscar Valadares, um, Osinger Family Cigars, uh, Tabacalero Podomo, Rocky Patel, Sindicato, Southern Draw, and, of course, Tatuaje. You know, I got to say something, because I've been going to the Great Smoke for about, this is, I, my first one was 2013, mm -hmm. so it's, it's a 10 years. And I've made, I've missed a few, but I think I made about seven of them. Almost, Jay. Um, <laughs> what's interesting about this is, like, so I remember this was always the star-studded event, right? About five years, four or five years ago, all of a sudden it became the B team started going in. Um, and some of the C team even. So it became more of a rep-driven, nothing against reps, right? But I think there was an expectation that personality would be there. And I got to say that Abe really pushed back to try to get the personalities back to this event. He can't get them all, but and it's, you know, a lot of times he's competing with Pro Cigar on top of that. But um, this year he's not. But I got to say Abe really makes the effort to make sure they have a lot of the big names that are there to see. But it, believe me, I, I've seen it. It's like hoarding cats sometimes to get some of these folks you know, there. So um, you can see he's got some big names for the pre the pre-event stuff has some some pretty big names out there. Though there's no B-listers on that that pre that pre-event list. So yeah, so good, yeah, good the job thing, by Abe. The other thing I noticed not on this list for participating brands, um, La Flor Dominicana. Um, is that I don't remember them participating though. They were there last year. They were there last year. They were there last year. Because um, Leo, Leo, their rep uh, from Florida was down there. Yeah, last year was, like, that event was unfortunately a blur for me with everything going on. But um, 
They were to, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. Sometimes I've seen companies, you know, there that aren't on the list. So I don't know if it was an oversight or not. I, that would be an Abe question for sure. Yeah, I know. Very interesting. Um, just a, just a name that stood out to me that I don't remember from uh, – that's not there that I remember from last year. Uh, also, Padron. Padron's not on the list either. See, Padron's always there, though. That's why – that surprised me. Uh, and I don't see Fuente. I don't see Fuente Fuente, there Fuente, Fuente's there. Fuente's there. Are they there? We're, yeah. we're looking. Oh, I'm looking on the A. Okay, they're, they're on the F. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, Padron's Pad always been there. So, again, I'm going to assume it, they'll probably be there. But, uh, you know, that would be an A question. Also not on the list, Davidoff. Which, by the way, we have something very interesting to talk about tonight regarding Davidoff mm -hmm. that I want to I bring up on the show. Okay. And okay. For the, and for those who are watching and listening, um, you might scratch your head and say, hmm, but there's some rumors going around about Davidoff that we have heard. Uh, and I'm not gonna address those rumors. I'm not addressing them. I, I I still don't think there's enough to talk about with it. You don't want to address? Okay, that's fair. I'll I'm just say saying it. there's nothing I can comment on it other than I can't substantiate any of it. And so, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you, you want to say what it is, there's rumors that they're being sold, but those rumors are out there so many times though. Yeah, that's yeah. Coop just stole yeah. the thunder away. Yeah. So there, are, yeah. <laughs> there's been rumors I, the last I, I few months <laughs> that there is a. Uh, there is a, a possibility that Davidoff could be looking to to sell off to someone else, and they've been as a company they've been in kind of a weird place, and we've seen and heard and we've talked about some things that uh, they did. We talk about the big four a lot last year because of the trade show and whatnot, and I'd say out of the big four, the one that looks to me the most I don't know what you're doing, Davidoff. Would you agree with that? I think they're. I think they're in a little bit of a struggle. I think they know what they're doing, right? But I think they're in a little bit of a struggle right now. Yeah. Um. I think they had a a big period of expansion in the last decade, and they couldn't keep up with that expansion. And now they're really trying. They 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 rebranded Camacho and Avo, and those have kind of ran the course. So I think they're in a position they really need to figure out what they are going to do. And I think they do need a different brand strategy going forward. So um. You know, but I'll say Davidoff has been out there. It's been out there several times. You know, Lafleur was out there for rumor so many times being acquired. I mean, Lafleur about six or seven times I can remember. Like people told me it was a done deal, and it wasn't. So. Yeah, and I, I've and I've every time I've heard it, I've gone to Carney, and who's told me, nope, not even and close. And it hasn't happened. Right? Yeah, it hasn't happened. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. You know, we hear rumors. We like to we like to share rumors because that's what we do. Uh, that's what you do. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't even no, know. Don't even no, do that. There's nothing I can add to that, though, tonight. That's, that's why I'm saying it. it, it, it you want to say it's out there, it's fine, but there's nothing I can substantiate on it other than the people who have told me or people who are in the know is what I'll just say. But, but again, they're hearing it secondhand. They're yeah. Not, they're not direct. Yeah, they're not direct. So that's And, I, and I'll that. say the, uh, the people I've heard it from are, are pretty high up in the know as well. But you're right. You're right. It's a good point. Um yeah. So it, it is. It is an interesting point, but I, I yeah. wanted to throw something out there. I guess. Of course um. you did. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Why? Well, that's what I do. You know, you gotta. Yeah, yeah, Get to put some fuel yeah. in the fire. You know. Yeah. So if the people yeah. want to hear, Coop. People want to hear scary rumors. You know. 
but home. there's nothing I can do to substantiate it. Like I, I can like I there's some things like I there it's there like I remember when the Drew State thing was acquired by Switch. There were things I could have substantiated when that was going on. You know that there was just some real real facts that came out to say this was happening when that happened. Like there was just things with distributors and stuff like that. You know where, where we were hearing it. So it was I was hearing direct stuff from that at the time. Um, so that one was one we could substantiate. The Oliva one was also pretty open. Um, I think all of us knew. Like people, some people thought Oliva was going to general, and uh, they weren't following the story. Like we all knew that. Like the, per- the people who were in the know knew it was some European company. I didn't know what the European company was, but we 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 were hearing the Europeans, and it turned out to be Jay Cortez. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Very very big acquisition. Yeah, uh, at yeah. the time, uh, Jay Jay comment. I thought Riste and Pravada are putting together an investment group to buy Davinov and its parent company. We do we even <laughs> have to talk about them? So uh, th- there, there's there's one possibility from none yeah. other than, than Jay yeah. Davis himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what's funny, and I, I don't want to I don't want to jinx myself, but you know at the same time I like to I like to live life on the edge, um, and I'm not gonna mention any any names, but there's. It's been quiet tonight. I think you know what I mean. That's all I'm going to say. It's been quiet tonight. Okay. <laughs> yes. If you jinx me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been quiet tonight. No, I don't know, I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's been quiet tonight. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Mitchell's here. Uh, what's he got going on? If y'all want a total 100% rumor, I follow Indiana Ortez. We're not going on here. On IG. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell. We're not going. We're not even going here. Come on. I love <laughs> I you, Mitchell. And Jared on vacation together. Don't. We're not even. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Mitchell's over here. Gonna... You know what though? This is just another. This is just another sign of why Mitchell's so good for the team because he fits. He lost so points well. with that one in my bunker. <laughs> well, that's a lot. Oh man. Uh, anyway, so yes, Jay, the the Great Smoke commercial is over. Uh, we've talked about some of our gripes of the week so far. We are putting the Cigar of the Year stuff on hold. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I know there's more, but I'm like, uh, remind so me what talk, else we've missed. I want to talk. I want to talk about your article. Oh, that's right. Yes. Right. I want to talk, which was a very interesting. You did you did a show on this as well. Let me pull them up um, on the website so that I have yes. them in front of me. Um, and this was the fourth quarter. Uh, this was the final quarter. Who to watch list? Similar like to your it. power rankings, but I did it a little bit more deconstructed. You did it a little more deconstructed, and uh, I have some comments I wanted to make on it. And, and by the way, these comments are things that I will agree with. They're things I disagree with, and anything I disagree with is not anything personal. Uh, and it's in the spirit of having a healthy discussion on the show tonight. Okay. Yep. Jay Davis, you realize that only be, that being only half Italian means you can never become a made man. Just saying. So that applies uh, to me, you, and Mitchell. Yeah. Yep. Well, Mitchell, I mean, Coop and I could probably fake our way through, but I don't think you're gonna fake your way through that one. So he's out. No. But, <laughs> but we're all technically we're all out as well. But yes. All right. So I'm on the first page, um, the the first one, the part one. 
Uh, Part I don't know one. If, I, I don't know if you want to do this in order or whatever. So yeah, let's I'm, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it in order. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'll give you some comments, and then you know. One thing. Um, one thing I want to say first, just for the listeners. Um, so if you want to follow along with what Coop and I are talking about, if you head to smokingtobacco.com, and you go to um, let me go to the top here. If you go to our news tab on the drop down, you go to news and go to reads and reviews. Um, it's about a quarter of the way down. You'll see it passes a couple of reviews, and then you'll see. Um, Who's hot? Uh, who's in control? Who to watch? We're going. We're starting off with who's in control, part one, and then we're going to go to who's hot, and then who to watch. So uh, let's start with part one, Coop. Take it away. Yeah. Okay. So part one. Um. This. Why don't you, Why don't you define like what who's in control is? Uh. And then I'll kind of give you some of the comments I had with here. You want me to read them off? No, just what the definition you mean by is like what this. Oh. What oh. These oh, companies oh. all had in common. Yeah. Sorry. And then I'll kind of tell you. So for us, putting this list together, um, it was for the for the who's in control. These are companies we felt have a wide grasp on the industry in terms of you know not just not just sales but mostly sales. You know availability, uh, and then of course you know the consumer interest. You know brands that seem to always be out there. They're always being talked about. You you can't turn you can't turn anywhere without seeing them or seeing someone smoke any of their cigars. Um, cigars that are constantly being talked about, constantly being reviewed. You see them on social media. Cigars that usually sell, uh, or brands, brands that usually s sell in very high volumes um, and are usually very consistent in most aspects. Um, these, are the, these are the companies that we feel, you know, 95% of retailers carry something from them. Okay. So this is very, very important for how I'm going to progress with this. When you say company, are you talking the brand they sell? Or 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 you or you, or, or, and are you including the factory in there if they own a factory? Um I believe it was including the factory because if I remember okay. correctly, yes, we did name okay. some because like my for example, my father's on there, Placentia's on there. And those are factories that make a lot of cigars for other people, and we did highlight that. Okay. Um, so based on that, right, I, you had, and I agree with every one of these, Arturo Fuente, no-brainer. Drew Estate, no-brainer. My Father, no-brainer. Perdomo, no-brainer. Placencia, no-brainer. STG, no-brainer. All right. But where's Altidus and Davidoff? Big four. That's true. Um, and Oliva. And Oliva. That's th what I would say. That's true. Um, based on... Well... And one more, AJ. AJ also. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Well... For us, when we put this list together, this was it was something that we put together based on, you know, and and that's true, and you're right because I know you're saying. Then you're looking at what moves are they making, and that's the part you can rebut to me on. All right, they're not really making the moves that you would expect, and that's kind of what where I was. Yeah, that's really the only aspect that they really come into play. I mean, sure, do they have a lot of cigars out there? Um, you know, are they names that everybody knows? Yes. Um, but like, like I even just, you know, we you more mentioned Davidoff. I mean, yeah, sure. Everybody knows Davidoff. <sighs> but, you know, in the last few years, 
Um, I've just I feel like I've seen Davidoff kind of slowly. I, I just they've 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 come down and in, into this little murky territory where. I mean, yeah, the Davidoff's still Davidoff. It's a big name, and you know, but uh, the retailers I talk to, and I and I have some very good relationships with some major retailers. You know, I'm talking to major retailers who are not really having the best relationships with Davidoff. And it's not one, it's not two, it's not even three. Um, retailers who all used to be major partners with Davidoff and not really seeing that so much. And, you know, then, you know, like I said, I know the rumor about Davidoff has come out several times. But, you know, again, the rumor's out there. And there's other things that, you know, I make observations on my own. There's things that Nicole sees, you know, Mitchell sees things. You know, Davidoff is a brand that, you know, it's even up in Canada. So that's something that, you know, even Mitchell's notices. Um, then I go and have these conversations with people like, you know, well, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to put the retailers in a, but there's major retailers that we all know and love um, who it, it seems as though their business that they're doing together is just not as merry as it used to be. And if you're smart enough to figure that out and you really look around at who are the major retailers out there and you look at kind of things that they've been doing, it's really not hard to figure out. Um, one of them had a monumental thing happen with Davidoff this year. Another one has been doing bigger and better business with other luxury, ultra-luxury brands. Um, I'm going to throw a name out here because and I, and I throw it with caution because we've talked a lot about this brand and right now it seems kind of like they're doing a lot of things but we don't know how long it might last. Uh, you know, you look at the El Septimo thing. I've talked to so many people. Retailers, I've talked to retailers about other retailers that they're very close with and you're we're talking about retailers that have always done a lot of business with Davidoff and now that's kind of shifting towards El Septimo and a few other no, luxury it's not brands. Even it's not even close, Matt. No, Davidoff controls this segment laps ahead of El Septimo. They're laps For ahead now. of them. You're and if they last, who knows? You're looking at a couple of isolated retailers. That's where True. I kind of go. If I looked at the global market, Davidoff's still very much a power player in the global market. Globally. I, understand maybe some, I, I may see some frustrations with some retailers here. But globally, they're executing, is what I'm saying. Globally. Okay, so here's the thing. Let's put Davidoff aside for a second, okay? And I'm not trying okay. to – but if I had to say – you make some points that say, okay, maybe they're not ones to watch right now, okay? Because there's things going on that you're seeing, right? And we can talk about some – you know. But the, like when I look at companies that made moves, the one of the, the four companies that I mentioned, Altidus, Davidoff, Oliva – and um, AJ, I put Oliva at the top. Oliva made some serious strategic moves over the past few years. They basically renovated one factory, opened up a second factory. Um, they're they're being committed to releasing more new products right now. They made the they acquired the Cuba Aliados lines. Um, they are they are in every humidor in the in the country, um, just about right. They they are I that was the one that was the most egregious one that I thought was missing. What, what I think Oliva, the problem is most of the cigar media is not paying attention to what Oliva's doing. And I'm not saying you specifically, because you might have known that and didn't agree, but I know people in the cigar media are just, like, clueless when it comes to Oliva. That would be the most one that I'll say is that one had to be on there. That was, that was the absolute one that was missing. I can see your argument on Davidoff to some degree. I, I do see it. I don't, may not agree with it, but I see where you were coming from with some of that. Yeah, uh, and you know what? I'll give you the Oliva one. 
I'll give you maybe maybe that one should have been on the list. Yeah. I'll give you yeah. that one. Um, yep. I think we're kind of uh, and Jay and Jay added it in right here. Oliva is a juggernaut that everyone ignores, and you know maybe maybe it should have been on the list. And uh, and I'll admit that maybe no, this ain't to beat you up on why it wasn't on the list either. I'm just kind of saying okay, these are kind of things I looked at. Like Oliva me was was one. I'm really I'm I'm investing a lot in covering Oliva right now because I think they're making big moves right now and they're a big company so that's why I said that yeah and I'm saying I, I'll agree with you I'll give you that one I think yeah. that maybe maybe that one should have been on the list yeah. um, you do make a good point and there's other aspects of that that I didn't consider um, yeah. the Davidoff one and I know what everyone's saying globally. Yes, and Jay said you know, it's the appointed merchant account. And I I know it is globally, I'm not, but I'm not, especially I'm not globally. Ready to put El Septimo, yeah, I'm just not ready to put El Septimo even in the same sentence as Dabo. No, and it's close. not even just them too. I mean, right. it's not it's right. not just El Septimo, but you know, lately right. that is one example yeah. of a brand that I see a lot of retailers starting to um, talk about you know more and spend more with and try to build more with than. Than Davidoff, and I'm not saying it's because they're trying to get rid of Davidoff, but it's almost like you know Davidoff's still there. They don't carry it. I didn't say they didn't carry right. it. Right, right. But it's just kind of like I just I feel like Davidoff yeah. right now, as much as and to Jay's point and to your point, as important as a company of Davidoff is, it just seems to me lately that they are not a favorite among some important retailers. And it's just something that I'm keeping a close eye on. Um, we'll see. I'm not saying you should, because I know some of the people you're talking about here. So I'm not saying you shouldn't. Uh, but again, I, I guess I'm looking at it a little different. I'm looking at the global picture here, and I know they they've really expanded some of the Camacho footprint internationally. So um, you know they, they're paying a lot of attention to some very key markets. So I think in the U.S. they have some work to do. I don't disagree with you on that. Um, and I can understand. Okay, you know what? Until they kind of maybe straighten some of that things out, maybe maybe they're not someone that right now like they were interesting. When Bear and I did our top tens, which were almost identical, neither of us had Davidoff in it. We had him just missing the top ten last year. So I mean, that's where we were with that as well. Skip said El Septimo isn't even the flavor of the month. <clears throat> Oops, excuse me. It, 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 that burp snuck it's out. Not even, it's not in the sentence. Yet. And it's, I'm not. And I'm not. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that they're bigger than Davidoff. I'm not saying well, that. I, I don't think yet. Or I don't. To say that, like, they're, I don't think they're an alternative to Davidoff. No, I'm just saying. When you look at, like, you wouldn't really compare Davidoff to like. I'll give me one, like fucking Tatuaje. It's apples and oranges. They're very different. It's apples. They're very I, I different brands. No, I get what you're saying. That's El Septimo was competing in that space, but I would still have selected tobacco well ahead of El Septimo. Well, I, 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 I was, I was, I was, yeah, yeah, prepared to throw that one out there so many times, and then we right. got, you know. But yes, yeah. selected tobacco is one that I think is probably more ranked and better yeah. accepted than El Septimo. Yeah. But that is another yeah. one, though. But that's another one. That's another one that I see people doing a lot more business with. Jeff Borshowitz, right? Well, first of all, let's start Let's start with Dave, okay? Everybody knows about Dave. Everybody knows that Dave owns United. Ah, it's all out there. But here's the thing. Selected Tobacco, Adobe Byron, Alfonso, Bandolero, those are not two guys cigar brands. Those He does not own those brands. He, he owns a distribution company because he's a businessman. He's a fucking good one. 
and Oliver Nouveau runs that, and under that company, they distribute those brands. So that's why they're involved with them. But they're not two guys smoke shop, two guys cigars brands. They are not. And I know they will all appreciate that I said that because so many times they get lumped into, well, Atabay is a Dave brand. It's not a Dave brand. He does distribute it, it because he makes money off of it, but it's not his yeah. brand. Uh, I think the worst thing that he did with like what you selected was the year he gave it Cigar of the Year. It was a double-edged sword. It put it on the map because people heard of it, but then everyone associated it as a Dave brand. It really wasn't. Now, so the he had other, a double-edged sword, I think, with him on that. The other thing that's interesting, let's go to the next big retailer. Let's go to Corona Cigar. Corona uh -huh. Cigar lost their – they ended their Davidoff partnership this year. And, um, and yes, they're one of the people who's buying in big with El Septimo right now. We've seen it. They're, they're, the, the, the secret's out. They're opening a new Corona in Sarasota. It's going to be an El Septimo lounge. Um, every year, Jeff releases a list, like his top cigars list, but it's based on yep. what they sell by volume. Right. And Atabe has been at the top of that list for the last few years. Right. Now, you're telling me Corona, who had a Davidoff store and does a lot of Davidoff, and you're seeing Atabe at the top. Why isn't Davidoff at the top? You want to talk about the luxury brands uh -huh. that they carry? And you're seeing, you're right, to your point, Selected. You know, you're seeing Selected uh, up there. And I know Selected is not Davidoff. It's a smaller brand, but. That comes down to other things, though. And I understand. Look, that's not taking anything away from Selected. And I don't think it should distinct, but. And I know there are two driven, different companies. Sales, yeah, but sales are driven by who's selling on the floor. And if they're pushing certain cigars, of course they're going to sell. That's why these retailer lists don't make sense to me. Because it's, it's really what their salespeople are, are pushing. Um. I'm not saying I'm not trying to discredit that either, but what I'm saying is that does play into that, um, and I'm sure. But but to your point, they are pushing selected. I mean, that's that validates what you're saying in one in one point. I just don't think it's like I think there's a little. I think that how that translates over the next few years, I'm really interested because now do they start do they start converting Davido smokers to selected smokers? That's what I'd be looking at in the next year or two right now. But yeah, so I mean, there's some interesting points with that. Did hey, Jeff look. put out that? I have to look at Jeff. I did not look at that. Jeff put the list out, right? I don't know. Did he put it out yet? I think he probably would have. Let me check. Okay. I thought. But um, but I think Davidoff. I still think Davidoff is the leader in the luxury space right now. I don't think they have a. They have some challengers that are coming, but those challengers are not there yet. And to be fair, Davidoff has been, I don't want to say they've been sitting up there alone. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, with the exception of, you know, you talk about globally. I mean, you got, the outside of the United States, I mean, they got the Habanos issue. You know, which, you know. Yeah. But here in the United States, that's that's not really an issue. So here in the United States, for a while, it's really been Davidoff. I mean, people might say, you know, some of the Padron, but, you know, when you really look at it all the way, I mean, Davidoff has been kind of more or less alone in their position, and now you're starting to see small, but people are growing look, into them. Um, I think there are brands that are trying to make a, make a play into that space, too. Um, you know, I'll give you a couple examples. Um, you know, Nat Sherman tried that with Sterling to try to get into that space. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they really made a – I mean, it's great cigar. I don't think they made a dent with it. You know, E.P. Carrillo now, they're trying to get into that space with the Aura release. That's that $83 cigar they got coming out. That's come out already. Um, 
So, you know, there's there's people trying and certainly I, I agree with Nicole's point and Gay's point. El Septimo, they were one of my big stories this year on Cigar Coop. So I'm not discrediting El Septimo. I just said they're I think when I wrote the article I actually wrote something saying they're not there yet. They got a lot more work to do. They got they, they gotta first even get a sales force before I'm ready to put them as even if they don't have a sales force, they're not gonna beat Davidoff. It just ain't gonna happen. You need a sales force for those type of items. True. Very true. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, right. so moving on. I think we beat. Yeah, I think we beat that one to death. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> all right. I think that this is all good. This is not meant to pick on anybody here. I know. I know. Uh, I love you. So let's go to part two. And I got to print. Why don't I have part two coming up here? I see part three. Uh. Should be right next to it. Part two. Part three came out no. a lot later. So part yeah, one. Yeah, part three two. came out. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. I'm actually. Not seeing it. Uh, all right, I see it. I think I see it now. All right, so part two is Nicole. As isn't he building a sales team? I mean, I believe he is in the process of doing that. Yes. Uh, he is, but uh, he's just not there not yet. There. Yeah. Oh, I had this. I'm sorry. Jay said, "I don't carry Davidoff, and they have no true competition yet." And I agree with that, but. Selected Tobacco and El Septimo are definitely showing that Davidoff's long-term position may change. Okay, I see. Who's hot? That's the second one. I got yep. it now. Okay. Um, so talk about what you meant by who's hot. Now, brands that maybe don't have the same kind of control as the brands that are in part one, but brands that consistently seem to have some major popularity – Cigars that seem to be selling well. You know, you talk to retailers, you know, you ask the question to the retailer, what's hot right now? What are you guys selling? Oh, we're selling, you know, people can't get enough LFD. Um, I know everyone likes to talk about their back order issue. Um, but, you know, the, the demand is there. You know, when they come in, they go. I mean, they, they sell them. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. I mean, anyone who's been around long enough, if you know about the Saka culture, I mean, Saka has a cult following. And his stuff usually moves pretty well. Um, because of the following that he has, it's stuff like that. Now, Saka is not a you know, DTT is not a brand that is a con, is a controlling company. It's a small company, but it's popular. And in the in the purveyors, as he likes to call them, that he has his brands for the most part from the retailers I talk to who sell them, and usually good volume and carry a lot of his stuff moves pretty well. Um, the only one that I heard mixed reviews on was the initial. Like still well star stuff, but I also heard when the holiday 2022 came out, that one sold better than any of the other ones. Um, so I think he's selling to something with that one. Um, we just talked about United. You know, again, this is where you know United and you know selected specifically, right? Is maybe like to Jay's point, it's not a true competitor of Davidoff, but it's like you know if they keep growing and they keep getting bigger and they're in that market, sure, they could be a competitor someday. Um, those are very popular cigars. They won Alfonso number four as our cigar of the year. I mean, they also had the Red Anchor on our list. You know, those were two cigars that we saw at the trade show that I think were among some of the top cigars that came out of the trade show this year. Um, so that's kind of what I meant by that, for example. Okay, and these aren't necessarily big or small companies, right? Right. It's these more are, based on just their their general popularity, not not so much of what they control. Right. 
All right. Um, I think for the most part, I agreed with most of this, right? Um, I, in fact, I agreed with I think every one of them you had listed. Maybe one I just had a little question on the floor. Um, agree with a hundred percent because uh, I mean they made my top stories this year. The NFT thing alone put them red hot this year. Oh yeah. I mean it, it, it did, and Soli hasn't even hit. You know, Soli's just starting to hit the market. So, um, I'm gonna I agree with that one. Uh, Dumbarton, this is a no-brainer. Um, United, uh, I'm assuming United, you're including selected tobacco. Yeah, it's right? everything, everything under their umbrella. That's a no-brainer. Um, because other than uh, just selected, they have some other stuff that's that's right, hot. right. Yep. Tatawai is a no-brainer. I think Pete has been re-energized the last couple of years. It's showing. He's yeah. just really, yeah, he's really in a groove right now. Espinosa, no-brainer. Uh, the Guy Fieri stuff alone. Padrone, this is the one I was like, maybe, I wouldn't say they're a brand in control, but if you had to find a home for it, I'm okay with this, right? Because they're always a red-hot brand, right? Yeah. They're, you know, yeah. So I, I, I was okay with, with, with just about all of Padron, these Padrone was between list one and two, but I, 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 I just, I thought it, I felt more comfortable with yeah. it on the hot list because... Right. I didn't consider it the same kind of control that the first list had, but it is a brand that you talk to anyone. What, yeah. Do you like Padron? I, love, I fucking love Padron. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if, who doesn't really like Padron? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who was missing? I had two companies I thought that were missing here. Um, E.P. Carrillo and That's Jerry. true. That's and true. Jerry. That's, you know what? Yeah. And that's true. In hindsight, yeah. those are the two. I, yeah, those are the ones I thought that were missing here. Um, now, a lot of people may say Foundation. A little short, I think, right now. He kind of was quiet. Now he's getting hot again. Uh, so foundation, I think, certainly could climb onto this list. And you know, they would maybe on this list before. I think Olmax been a huge hit for him, but I, I think he's got to climb back in because he kind of took a step back a couple of years. He did. So yeah. Yeah. he still makes great cigars, but it's just there was a period where there just wasn't much going on. And you know, in that time, yeah, and we've seen this time and time again. You know, if a brand yeah. goes quiet for a little bit, well, what happens? People are gonna still smoke, but they're gonna find something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. So, but you're right. I think he definitely has all the potential in the world. To to totally. Be, to be um, on the yeah, I think Jerry, like I said, what he's doing with the factory right now, Husto and his father. You know, they're really starting to start mixing stuff for other people. Their brand's really taking off. E.P. Carrillo, really not much we can say. People know about them. But when you get two number one cigar years from Cigar Aficionado, it, it's going to give you some pedigree. Uh, you know, there's, there's just no way around that. So, um, See, Jay Davis disagrees with you on JRE. He said, JRE is slowing down. I think they're cooling off. But they're building their, they're building another part of their business right now. So I, I maybe the brand kind of – I understand what you're saying about the brand piece, but – you know, they, they, they just signed that big deal with Oliva to do Cuba Aliado. So they're starting to really flex their muscle in terms of their factory capabilities. And don't forget, uh, you know, I wouldn't put them in the control yet. That's what I'm kind of saying. Um, but, you know, that's that's where that's what my point is. I think they're, they're, that's why I asked at the beginning, is this just company or is it, is it will we including factory in that? Because I thought that, that was a very important thing. And Skip says AJ Fernandez gets credit for the Olmec. Um, I think Nick would disagree with you. I think Nick would give AJ credit, but I don't think Nick would. I think Nick is going to take his side of the credit too. Yeah, I mean Nick puts a puts a lot into it on his end. You know, there there are a few guys who go into AJ's factory. And Nick's coming on uh, this week too. Maloa. Yeah. 
He's coming on nice. with us. Yeah, we, we have him coming up in uh, late February. So, yep. Nice. Yep. Uh, have you had Nick on yet? Not yet. Well, he's a great interview. So, yeah, that's a good show. Looking forward to that. Very he's had excited. a big year. He's had a very big year next year, Nick. Uh, and, you know, he needed – like, I'll tell you a funny story, okay, about Nick. And then we'll go to the next part of the list. So, Dojo does that buy, sell, and hold uh, stock market show. Yes. So, I've been on a couple of them. Like, this group's kind of done – we've done a few of these. And, and, and about – a year ago, we did one of these, and foundation comes up, right? Everyone says, sell foundation, Nick's on the downslide. All of these guys, I get on there, I said, buy, buy, buy. I said, this is Nick Malo we're talking about. This is Nick Aragua, right? This guy knows what he's doing, right? He, you know, he's just, he had a, you know, the, I think the pandemic may have hit him a little harder than other people, business-wise. And I said, he's coming back to roar like a lion. And look what happened a year later. So, I mean, I, I, I think he's he's going to be on this list again. He'll be. He's just he's got to get back on there. You know, he t- two he had two quiet years. So, you got to get so. Yeah. Um, the last one I'll put on here, and maybe this is you could say this is a. Uh, let's hold this last one for the third. Group. I'll hold this last couple because I think it's more of a third group one. There. Okay. I don't want to say they're hot, but I think they're on the rise, and, and we'll get to that one. So, so the third go. one's the most controversial one we're going to get to. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. <laughs> that's the one that's the, the most controversial. <laughs> no, no, this in, is good, in, man. In, in, is... in terms of what you disagree with? Of course, what I disagree with. Oh, I disagree with almost everything on the third one. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Right. But look, again, this is all in, hey, let's have some cool discussion, and this is not pick on you guys. So if it's sounding like that, shut me up, okay? All right. So this is talk. This is the last part, who to watch. And um, tell me what you mean by who to watch. Well, I mean, it, it, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's – Okay, a, in terms of companies on the rise. Yeah, companies on the rise. Companies that are not in the first two categories, but – Okay. They've been doing some good things. So, like, for example, Foundation is a good example, right? Because Foundation, while, he, while Nick got a little quiet the last couple of years, he's starting to kind of come back out and do some things. And he had a great year this year. And if he continues to do that, then, yeah, he's working his way back up the list. So someone like that is, like, a strong example of someone to watch. Okay. You almost needed a fourth category. And I don't know what this fourth category is. Maybe that's where I'm going to have some of the problems with this list. So. I feel and like you might gonna... also be looking at it too much from from your own perspective. All right, all right, but well, okay. So let's go through this one. Let's start with I'm going to read them off and then we'll go through them. You had J.C. Newman, Foundation, McAuliffe, All Saints, El Septimo, Crowned Heads, Luciano, Room 101, Dissident. Well, I, I know right. you disagree with the Dissident. Not necessarily. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll kind of get. To, we'll kind of get. I'll kind of get to where I'm going with that one. All right. Let's start with J.C. Newman. This one, no way. This is the biggest mess here. Okay. Why do you say that? Matt, Matt, they have the second biggest factory in Nicaragua. They sell the shit out of Quorum. They're a power. They're they're close to a power player here. They are. They are. They they are. Right, they've been. They they're a staple. They're they're a staple. This is one I would. This is one I. How are they all of a sudden red hot? That's what I'm missing here. Wait, say that again. Sorry. All right. Are you they talking about? Are you wait? Are you talking about it in terms of quorum? Their bundles, or are you talking about it with quorum that is, and all of their other stuff like Diamond Crown and? Yeah. All right. So let's call JC. They have the second biggest factory in Nicaragua. Fuente's making a lot of this stuff. All right. They have quorum, 
which is a monster selling brand for them, no matter how you cut it, right? They have Diamond Crown. They uh, they are they're totally they they've been a staple. Diamond Crown Lounge has been a staple for over a decade here. They've had lines like Julius Caesar. True. Um, if you're looking at hey, they're they're hot because they're doing the stuff they're doing in. I owe you a Coke, City. by the way. I owe you a Coke. Huh? If you know what, what that I means. Did. Okay. Remember uh, earlier when you said if you jinx me, I'll kill you. Okay. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> All right. So Casey Newman is. I just disagree with this one a hundred percent. I think this is. They're closer to a power player, if anything. True. Well, I'm, 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 I, I can I, I see in terms of establishment. I mean, you mentioned stuff like Bricktoberfest, which is a very small release line. Angel Questa, that's that's not gonna make or break them. Uh, the revamping of Black Diamond and El Patan, I think, is a sign of that they're already strong and they're capable of doing that. So uh, they did it with Pearl of the Mar. I don't. Know, I just I didn't see them as a rising player. They have been they have been a power player for a a while. I think for that one, it was while while I agree with you on their power capabilities, I think the consensus with because I wasn't the only one that put this list together. So um, I think that the 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 feeling with them was is is as important as that is. They haven't really maybe you know and maybe they should have been in the control aspect because of everything you said and regardless of everything that I maybe I'm about to say but I feel like maybe um, where maybe some people thought that they lost some what's the right word I want to use um, Keep just, going. I'm just putting some power on, but I'm not have that. Stuff. No, it's fine. Uh, maybe okay. I, I think some people thought that they, while they're strong as a company, they just they've seemed to be yeah, like they sell quorum bundles, they sell diamond crown stuff that sells, and that's true. But outside of that, they've just been kind of quiet, and I feel like the focus has been elsewhere. Okay. And I think we're starting to see them kind of focus more on the cigars again. Um, in terms of just trying to innovate and do some new things. Um, but again, you, you make some good points. I, I see where you're coming from in terms of their their capability. And okay. <clears throat> maybe they should have, maybe, and, and you know what? I feel like, I know what you mean by there should have been a fourth part to this. I'm starting to understand what you're talking about because I feel like there could have been a different way to address J.C. Newman. Maybe this wasn't the exact place to address them. Because you make some good points, but I feel like there's other points that I think. I, I see the points you guys are making, though. And I think the problem is, this is what I'll say. The problem is they're, they're not moves that, they're trying, if anything, J.C. Newman's trying to be more boutique -y. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of where, and I'm not sure that, yeah. that necessarily is, you know, the stuff they're doing, Angel Quester, it's going to be a small release. American's not a big production release, right? Bricktoberfest, right? So I think they're doing these like boutique type of projects right now, which is, I think that's what they're doing. But the stuff you say, okay, they weren't like flash. Quorum's not something they need to be flashy on is the issue, right? Because Quorum is just uh, a monster brand for them. So, and, uh, you know, Diamond Crown, the same thing. Those things are like on autopilot. 
You don't, you know, they don't need to, that's why they don't really need to do much. But they're trying to do these other things, I think, to be more boutique-y. But I don't think a lot of these moves are necessarily going to really, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I think, I, I see where you were coming from with some of that. I do. But I had, an, I guess I looked at it from, like, quorum. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really think of the quorum aspect of it. Yeah. Um, just, I'll I mean, be, I I'll just, be transparent like, about it. No, it's okay. That's okay. Because we don't think about quorum because we're we're so focused on this other, you know, the premium, the more premium, the more premium space, right? Where that's a bundle cigar, that's a mixed filler thing that they do. Um, but you know, I know for example, like again, when Timmy was working retail, like eh, he just said, I can't keep quorums in stock. It's like you know, there's people they sell a boatload of that stuff, right? So and they have a they have a big factory. So, you know, they're working with Fuente. Fuente's just not partnering with anybody. So I, I, I see where you were going with that one. So I think we – I understand where you came from. I think it was – like I said, I think – I think we looked at it from – you know what I think it is? The answer yeah, to the I J.C. Think, Newman problem is I think we, we looked, looked at, at it different from ways. different angles. We, yeah, we did. We looked at it from different angles, yeah. 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 It's, it's not that they're not a bad company. I don't think that they're yeah. not capable, obviously. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think we just – we looked at it – I looked at it more as like I feel like they've gone – the feel as a brand has gone more small projects. You're looking at it as well. They already have existing stuff that's strong, and that's true. I mean, but again, the, but then you know, Davidoff didn't make the list, and Davidoff is, is still. This kind of goes back to the Davidoff thing again. It's like yes, Davidoff is still a very big, important company, but again, I think I think the same problem there. I think we looked at it from different angles. I think I looked yeah. at it more of like, well, what is their what is their current status at, and where do I feel they are. And with, when I talk to people, how do people talk about Davidoff? And I think you looked at it more in just the solid logistical way on paper. Yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly how I... I, I looked at it exactly. from more of the, the, the social aspect, what people say about the brand, and you kind of looked at it as, well, what, what do they look like on paper? Which are very yep. different conversations, yeah. and that's fair. Um, but I think that maybe that's where the disconnect is. Yep, yep. All right, Foundation, no problem with it being here. In fact, I think, like I was saying, it's, if it needs a home, it, they certainly have been hot, especially this year. McAuliffe, I have no problem on here either, uh, what they've done. All Saints. I don't think they're there yet. I think they're heading in the right direction. I think the brand's getting traction. I just don't think they're hot at that point yet to be in this category. I think they. Well, they're not. This isn't the hot list. This is the this is the list that maybe they're not big yet. But okay, I, I don't know if yet. I've seen enough to say that they're going to make them. Okay, it's the watch list. So let me rephrase that. I I think they still have some work to do before I'm ready to say they're going to go next. Like I look at all these companies saying they're going to go next level. All Saints, I still think has. They have to kind of work on getting their core lines in more stores. That's where I'm. That's I think the basic what it comes down to. There's not enough stores yet. He's done an amazing job. There's no question about it. Okay, that's a that's a fair point. Yeah, um, both the stores that do they, carry him, great yeah. things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's where I'm going. If if, if you want to, there are other companies I would have put ahead of this one. Is where I'm kind of saying. But okay. I, I I don't. I think Mickey's trending in the right direction. I want to be very clear on that. But is Nick Mickey in the same sentence as? McAuliffe and Foundation. That's kind of where I'm, I'm kind of going with that. I'm not sure by I'm trying to read one of the comments and understand the intention of it. Like, I'll give you an example of like a company I would have put ahead of this one. Okay, sure. 
is Cavalier. Okay. The like they're making some. They're making. They you got to watch them because what they're doing with their factory and their distribution. They, you know, they still have some more work to get in the stores too. But I but I think they hate, there's some moves behind the scenes that I would put that ahead of them. Um, I still think you got to put Ferio Tago in in this category, um, ahead of All Saints. Because they have that, they have these established legacy brands right now, so I would put that one ahead of it for sure. Um, Oscar Valadaris is the other one. That was the one I was debating even putting in the hot, but I think they're in the watch. Oscar's making huge moves, right? Because again, here's how, I'm, and I'm looking at it different, Matt. Okay, you may be looking at product, but Oscar, for example, he's got a, a factory operation that's huge. He's expanded his distribution, and now he's bought a, he's bought a lot of farmland down in Honduras. So I'm like, again, I kind of look at him, and I'd say he'd be ahead of Mickey Peg. I think Mickey's just got some more work to do. I think you know before I would put him in the same category. So I don't know. Maybe that's where I had the problem with Mickey. It's not that I don't think he's a company to watch. I think there's others ahead of him. You, right I now. think you I think you looked at him more as he didn't have more outside of just the brand. Yeah. In terms of assets. Yeah. 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 Okay, I could see that. That's fair. It's a fair point. I still think yep. that it's a brand that I, I see getting a lot of traction, and I hear a lot of good things about. Oh, oh, look, he's done amazing cigars. There's some reviews coming out on on Coop. He, he's got he's landed on my list. He's been at the, he's been on your list a couple of times. He's um, been on a lot of people's lists. The quality of the product is there, and he's doing things the right way. And he's he's done a grassroots movement campaign, like I've seen no. This is a guy who launched his brand in a pandemic, right? So, you know what? Maybe that's something enough to say he should be watched of what he did in the pandemic. You you want to say I I can live with that one, you know what? I can live with it. Okay. I think Mickey's still got some more work to do than the other, but I'll live with this one. I'm gonna say this one should be there. But like I said I mentioned some of these other companies that I think should have been there too. Okay. Yeah. All right. So who else do you not like on the list? All right. Uh, who do I not like? Um, El Sastrimal and Fine White. Crown Heads. They've been around. Matt, they were a company to watch 10 years ago, and they 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 built. Crown Heads is not a new – not some they're, – they're, they're here. They've arrived. I mean, they've just been around for so long. I'm not sure why they're hot all of a sudden. What do you mean, why they're hot all of a sudden? Why, in terms of oh, I'm sorry. Why, I keep using hot. Why would we? Why would they're a company that's been on the radar for a long time, you know? And I think they they're close to even being a hot brand. They, I mean, they they do TAA cigars. This company, this is a company that's already you know the TAA is paying attention. They've been doing TAA cigars for eight years. I think um, Crown Heads was one that um, again brand wise. That was a brand that they have been around a while. I'll give yeah. you that. And they've been doing a lot of different things. Um, but for me, I'm big on crown heads, personally. I'll just yep. say it. I mean, I, I try not to have too much personal influence, you know, try to show right. some bias. But right. at the end of the day, we're still people, and there's still brands we like. Crown Heads was probably one of my favorite brands out of the last two years. Um, I think the reason why... And we actually talked about this. We talked about this before. When it came down to... Well, I think part of it was the whole thing that happened between them and Luciano. I think when they were together, 
there was a little bit of a different dynamic and then when they at the time the list was made i think that the reason they kind of came down was i think there was some questions that's what is fourth category again i think this and is i think you're goes. right I, and i think with this yeah, list yeah. i think there should have been a fourth category of something different for some of these names right um because there's points on both sides right where yes you're right i think there's a fourth category that should have been created Yep. Uh, because I think that there's been good points on both sides. But like I said, when the at the time the list was created, and I said from the beginning, the list can always change. It can change day to day, technically. But right, it could. at the time, we were. I think everyone was very skeptical about because Luciano's right on the list too. They're they're next to each other. I and think by the way, I think Luciano should be on the list. By the way, that was one I think he should be on the list. Yeah, but I think I think at the time when they split, I think it was a time when a lot of people were like, "Well, what's going on here now? Like these companies are everything's yeah. getting kind of pulled apart." Yeah. So I think it was kind of like, well, how does this affect everybody now? And we talked about that a lot on previous shows. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of that came from. Because I don't discredit what you're saying. You make good points, and I know. They've been around for a while, and they've done some good things. But I think at the time when the list was made, a lot of it was, um, okay, well, is this going to change anything for them? Um. And I, I, I guess I took it different. They were so well established that I thought they had less to lose than Luciano had to lose. And I, I think that's true. Yeah. I think that's um, true. I agree. Yeah. Look, I think they definitely were in the better position. Their partnership, it's, it's a, and I wrote this in my year-end article, it was a shame that it had to come to an end because I thought it was beneficial to both parties. Like, Crown Heads was getting some really good stuff when they were working with Luciano. Uh, and yeah. And Prime in the factory. Help whoever owned the factory. I'm not going to get into that, but... And then on the other hand, I think Luciano was definitely benefiting from the distribution piece of Crown Heads. Now, I think Luciano certainly belongs on this list. And there's been a lot said about Luciano, and there's good and bad. And you know, But the one thing I'll say positive on Luciano is, and I spent time with him. This guy, I do know he knows tobacco. I don't think he has to prove himself as a cigar maker to me. I, I really don't. I mean, he knows tobacco, and there's some great blends that have been coming out. Uh, I think this, you know, before all the drama happened, the two stars of the show, of the trade show, were Mas Ignius and Maria Lucia. We were all talking about those as the best cigars coming out of the show. Like, how many, everyone was talking about these cigars. And those cigars are landing on lists right now. So, Luciano, look, he's got some, he's, he's definitely a company to watch because the capabilities are there. Let's see what he does with the new distribution, is what I would say. Yeah, and I think yeah. that. Had this had had that not happened with those two, I think that as one it would have been the hot list. And so I think again, to reiterate, I think that when at the time the list came out it was in the heat of that and I think that kind of was and I, I don't think I'm the only one that thought it. It was kinda of like, Well, what's going on now? And, you know, how does this shake everyone up? And I think they came down because it was like and again, not to discredit that they're not good brands, they're especially crown heads. But it was just kinda of like, Well, What's going to happen? I think that at this point we know I think Crown Heads is going to be okay. And I think Luciano is more of one to watch. But yes. I think in my defense, that's where I think that came from. Okay. I mean, no, I, I, And maybe I that was a knee-jerk – and you know what? Maybe that was a knee-jerk reaction. But at the time uh, – look, I'm just going to say it. It was, an ugly, it was an ugly divorce. Yeah, but you've been to their booths, Crown Heads, the last two years. Yes, it's, it's mayhem. It's mayhem at that booth. Is what I'm. That's why I was kind of going with that. They're hot. They. That's all I'm just saying. They're. They're more than watch. They're hot. I mean, they, they, I could have argued. The problem is, I don't think I could have put them in the hot category, right? Because 
of what you just said, right? I think there's some thing, you know, right now that you know there's some questions right now. Obviously, that they got to get answered. And I think they will get them answered, but I couldn't put them in the, the second category uh, for that reason. Because I remember at the time when that happened, even you were saying like, I don't know what's going to happen here because because there's because the, a couple well, of, got, there's a couple of elements that could change, and there's some questions unanswered. And I think that's I mean, really where they got bumped down to who to watch because it's like, well, let's watch and see what happens now. Yeah, I mean they got to answer questions on Mil BS and Juarez, which are, they're two two of their monster brands right now. They got to figure out where what's going to happen to those brands, and are they going to be are they going to move them? Are they going to replace them with other things? That's they got some questions they have to answer with that, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and I think it, it simply it mostly comes down to that. It was it, it was it was it's yeah. those things that it yeah. okay, but today. I think those questions still, you know, like you, I think yeah. those questions are there, but I think it, there's a there's a better feeling of it. Yeah. Now, now I would have put Osgener as as a company to watch just because of who is behind that company. Listing them separately, yeah. Listing them separately. I, li- yeah. I lumped yeah. them in with Crown Heads. Okay. Yep. Yep. But you're yeah maybe going separately. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, just because of the man behind that company. Uh, he is uh, an incredible guy. So I mean, that's just so that alone is that's a company to watch. Um, and then I have, I'll save the other company at the end. Um, that I had on it. The but. only other caveat I'd add to the Crown Heads thing was I, everywhere else in the country. I know it's probably different, but I guess like a little, little small piece of it is in my back in my backyard. Crown Heads doesn't really have a strong presence. So as much as I love them. When I get in the car and I go to shops, I don't see them. Um, you know, it's an interesting thing. Is it's a weird dynamic. Some in of the multiple territory, states. But there's, yeah, you know, it's um, there's I don't want to even go there, but there's retailers I think should have crown heads that don't have them. I agree. And to be in this, that's and, and that's a problem. Yeah. Like it frustrates a, me that there's a lot that that like it, Ben it, has the same grab them here. Ben, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. They should. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They should be in, in most of these shops. Yeah, they should be in these shops. Because, um, like I said, go to that booth and you can see it's mayhem. Um, and you know, like I said, when I put out Crown Heads news story, it does well. So, you know, when I do a Crown Heads review, it does well. So, um, I love their cigars. Personally, yeah, I do too. I think they, I, I think I they are great. But you know, the other, like I said, the other only other small caveat I'd add to the Crown Heads thing is, for me personally, uh, you know, when I try to look at it from, you know. Take all this away. I'm just gonna get my car and go to a cigar shop like everybody else. I want Crown Heads. I can't really find a lot of it. There's some That's cigars that. that have. There's some shops that have like one or two lines, but for the most part, like, you know, yeah. one of the shops. Yeah. One of the shops um, brought some more pieces in this this year. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, traveling around, I didn't see a hell of a lot of yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But I will say Miguel's doing an incredible job with that sales team. So this is not a Miguel thing. No, um, I agree. By any means, yeah, this I is agree. Not a Miguel thing. Yeah, they, they should just be in more shops. Is what I'm just gonna say. They they should be. Yeah, it's nothing against Miguel or anything like that. And it, you know, yeah. and again, it it also comes down to the retailers too. I mean, they're the ones that gonna buy it. Yeah. So. All right. So what else this you got next cool? one, all right, this next one's a technicality. Why it shouldn't be on the list, and that's Room 101. They're not a company anymore. Well, if you read what I wrote. I, I did. And I think you were more about Matt Booth than Room 101. With well, that. it was more about I did address the situation. So mm-hmm. while they, they, well, they're not their own company anymore, it's still a brand name. And as a brand name, 
I'm curious to see where it goes now that General has it. Because I've talked to 50% of the people I talk to say, General's going to blow this brand up. And I hope it does. The other 50% of people I talk to say, uh, we'll see. In a couple of years, they might just put it into a folder with all the other names that they've acquired over the years. Uh, and that's those are valid questions. And it, I certainly, like I said, I can see watching it for that reason. I just like, well, they're not really a company anymore at this point. I mean, Matt's off doing that was more of, stuff. That was more of like not an honorable mention because I don't want to say it like that. But it was it was a way to address something specifically. Okay. Like okay. I don't know I, where I, I don't know where I don't know where this is gonna go. Does that make yeah, sense? I, yeah. It w it was very interesting because I said to the team when we were doing our company of the year voting, if the company's not in existence anymore, they're not a company. So Matt sold the company. Now it has to be everything goes on as CJ. I think I understand what you're saying. You you were trying to address, and those are valid things that need to be watched. So uh, I understand that part. I just it, it, this was more of a technicality, why I, I didn't have it on the list. So that's kind of why that was there like that. Yeah. All what's, right. What's next? The last one's dissident, and then I have one company that needs to be on here, uh, at least one. But all right. Okay. So Where let me at? let me let me let me kind of go with this. Why was dissident? First of all, and this is not the other company I was referring to. Is Dissident hotter than Black Label Trading Company or, or a company to watch more than Black, Trable, Black Label Trading Company, which is the Oveja Negra brand? That's my question. Well, we've talked about this recently. Um, all those brands come out of the same factory. They're um, distributed by the same people. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> if I had to look at the four brands on the Oveja Negra, right, and rank them – from top to bottom, I say Black Works is the hottest, Black Label's second hottest, Dissident is third, Emilio's fourth. That's how I look at that right now. Okay. Um, I just think, yeah, and, and here's the other thing. I think that Josh and Sin are wonderful people who are a breath of fresh air to this industry. I just didn't see them do anything this year to, to and they really need to be working on their core lines, and they're not. It was a whiskey and a limited edition, and that wasn't enough to. I'm cons. I'm. I, I, don't, I need to see them move those core lines. Is where I'm coming down with that. I need to see them build those core lines back up, then because I don't think they have the traction with the core lines that they should, because they're good cigars. Um. Sorry, I was reading something. Say that one more time. Oh, yeah. You, okay. so you, th you felt like they needed to work on their core line more. I thought they needed to work on the core lines more. They have five core lines. Uh, coming out with a whiskey, coming out with – anyone can come out with an LE. That's, uh, yeah, I always say that. It's very easy to come out with an LE. It doesn't, do, it doesn't move the needle anywhere for me. I just – like I said, I think they're a breath of fresh air, but I need to see them – before I'm ready to say, wow, Dissident's a brand under this Obey and Nail portfolio that I want to watch, I need to see them – do something with the core line before I'm ready to move the needle. And by the way, the core line has been also a, a little bit of a, of a back a thorn with, with Black Label. They they recently started adding to that core line with like porcelain and stuff like that. But but I, I need to see Dissident kind of do more than a whiskey and a limited edition. Which, like I said, anyone can do a limited edition. Um, true. I mean, I think, first of all, I... 
look, they've owned it for a year. I think that it's more than just. Yes, they came out with a limited. I liked the limited. A lot of people I know who had the limited liked it. I know that some people disagreed. Um, I thought that they gave the brand more exposure than I've seen in the past. Okay. So I saw them as, yeah, maybe they, to your point, yeah, maybe they need to work on the core more. But I felt that they gave the brand a better exposure, more attention. I think that they're still doing things that... I'm gonna, yeah. Look, the previous owner dropped the ball on this company. And I'm, I'm ready to... I mean, when you just disappear, they've kind of at least kept this brand in, 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 in people's face over the past year. Yeah, I know. They kept this brand awareness over the past year very well compared to the previous owner who just disappeared. So, yeah. I mean, I, I understand that part, too. So, to my to, to what I saw from them was, yeah, I saw them making an effort to give more recognition to the brand, um, promote the brand more, work with the brand. I know they have more ideas and things that they're working on. I think they are going to work on the core line more. Um, that's where I kind of disagree. I, I can see, I see where you're coming from, but I, I would say I, I still think that they're going to continue to work on those things. I think their first year they wanted to get some more relevance out of the brand, just get it out there, and then kind of go mm -hmm. to work on the the nitty-gritty parts of it as they just kind of get the ball rolling with it more. Uh, understood. Understood. So yeah. for me, it was like I want to see I want to see what they do do with it. Now, again, this is not a one-time thing. I, I do this again in six months. They might not even be on any list because you know what? Sure. Okay, well, you had your shot, yeah. and, you, and yeah. you stuck with that, and they didn't do anything. And okay, well now you're now you're just back to you're back to zero. Um, so again, in, in companies that didn't get mentioned, you know, it's not necessarily because I didn't think they were great. It was I just I saw specific companies doing certain things that I was like, well, I want to see where this goes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. The, the other company I would have had it on was Mirafell. I understand they're still very like they're so new. I can understand maybe. Yeah, I didn't put them on there because of that. It's it's just it's. It's too new. It's way too fresh. Yeah, I mean, but there are definitely something I'm watching to see what what Jeremiah. That's a distant watch. With. It's a distant watch, but there, you know, now they're just starting to land the product in the store. I think when you did this, they, the product wasn't even in the store. Yeah, it wasn't. So I, I'll give it. Yeah. So understood that. But good job. It was a good job. And I know, like I said, I uh, appreciate you jousting with me a bit on some of this, so I appreciate it as well. Uh, good job. Like I said, uh, very different than what I did, and. and uh, you know, I'm curious to see where you guys go with this in the future with it as well. So, again, a lot of the stuff that you said, I I could see some of your points. Some of them I, yeah. I, I disagree with. But at the same time, I think we did look at it differently. I think we looked at it from different point of views. Well, I think the J.C. Newman one was a great example of that. Um, and I, I, I when, you, when you said a couple of things, I said, okay, I think I see where you were going with this. And it goes to paper versus, you know. Me, I was looking at things more on paper with that one. I think, and same with Oliver. I think I looked at that more on paper. Yeah, Oliver is another one. I mean, like on, yeah. and that's the thing. Like on paper, there's a lot of companies that should be on certain spots, but you, I drew, I tried to look at it from more of the pulse that's actually going on out there. You know, the conversations I have, things I see. You know, I talk to retailers. I talk to other. Uh, I talk to consumers. Um, you know, other people in the media and there are certain brands that got to certain places based on those conversations because of specific things. Now that's not to say that you didn't say things that are important 
and there's things you said that I kind of disagree with, but at the same time, it was all about the perspective. I think there was a different perspective across the board when looking at it. Yeah, yep. Um, Jay had a question about Placencia. They were on the uh, in control list. They were. They Matt had them on there. Yeah. So yeah. So they were addressed. They were just. We didn't really spend time because I agreed with that one. Yeah, they were in part one. Yeah. So I really, I mean, that's really what the list came down to. And like yeah. I said, it, that yeah. list is very contingent on it. It can change at any time. Yeah. It was more yeah. of that, that. So these lists were supposed to be like a snapshot. Yeah. Like a snapshot in time of more of a, a relevance. I understand yeah. where you came from on the paper aspect of, like how they look on paper. Uh -huh. And that's not to say that they aren't good in those aspects. It was more of kind of how they're received. You know, yeah, um, yeah. From, okay. was, from not just job. the media people who know everything, but from maybe other no. people who don't know everything, and then the retailers who deal with them. Yeah. Um, so there's multiple avenues when mm -hmm. talking about it. Exactly, exactly. So that's really where it came came down to. Yep, yep. Well, good job. Like I said, good job. Appreciate you letting me give some feedback. Um, and like I said, that's not a reflection on. The, there was a lot of hard work I don't put onto that. So certainly, I want to, um, you know. That's the first time we ever did that list, too. So it's. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. We plan on doing it, it again. Every six, we 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 want to try to do something like that every six months. So in six months, we'll give it another go, which mm -hmm. I think is probably like June, June, July. Probably yep. right around right the trade show. The trade show. Right, right around the trade, trade show. show. I think it'll be good. Uh, so it will be good as well. And the trade it'll show time is an interesting time too, because that's when companies, you know, really start to talk about what changes they are making. So I yep. think that's a very important time of the year too. Uh yeah, I think it is very important. Um where uh you're right. There's gonna be uh you know, and you see moves come in and out of the trade show. We we I don't know when we, we, we did a top ten. It was a little different what we did. Um and so we just did a top ten and Bear and I had the same eleven comp like we actually had eleven companies be uh so if you went from one to eleven, we had all the same companies, different um, order, but different order, different order, yeah. Uh, but we both had Druid State number one. Um, he had he had Fuente two, I had Perdomo two, but I had Fuente three. So it, it was very close. I mean, they were very close. Another question I wanted to ask you: I know that in previous conversations you haven't really been a hundred percent yet. Is is not just you, but is anyone from Cigar Coop going to be at TPE? We don't know yet. Okay. Um, as of now, no. Um, that could change, but uh, the the issue was why I am not going to be there is it, pro cigar is a very important thing to cover on Cigar Coop. Um, it gives us access to people in the industry that we don't get access to 361 days a year, um, namely the people on the production side of things in the Dominican. So that's why that decision was was made to go to Pro Cigar. Um, and uh, at the same time, uh, there's not as many. If, if this was PCA versus Pro Cigar, I'd be a PCA. So Obviously. We are, yeah. Uh, the same thing, I'm going to Pro Sabor later this month, right? The end of the month. And that, again, it's giving me access to the production people that I just don't get access to. Um, and th there's, there's an, that's an important part of what we do, too. So, um, that, so right now, no, but that we're working on some things and that could change. Um, no, I was just curious. Cause I mean, I know you don't really want to get into the, 
uh, end of the year stuff yet, but I was uh, one of these shows, and, and I know it's coming up, is kind of a, a brief preview of what to see from TPE. Now, even if you're oh, not we're going, gonna, we're we're going to cover TPE from a distance. Yeah. So so we're going to be doing product coverage like we always do. Uh, we will probably have like some media. Uh, we'll have something with the media guys who are there. I'm sure we'll do stuff here. So the, the TP is getting covered. Um, it was just this was just a, a, a very difficult. I mean, this was one of those truly very difficult decisions to make. It yeah. really was. It really was. Um, and I wish I could have, you know, done it another way. So and, and, you know, there's a lot of costs involved with these things, too. So we have to weigh that out, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I wanted to ask you is just kind of. Like a like an early per like an early prediction of you know in your in your and I know TP is not PCA it's a very different show but from anything available what do you expect to see from TP and what do you not expect to see from TP maybe specifically from certain people highlights um yeah I think TP is on a trajectory that was good last year there were more new products that came out at that show than ever. So I think we'll see that. I don't think we'll see it at the PCA level by any means, but I think we see more new products. You just talked about some stuff that Gurkha's doing there. Aganors has announced some stuff. Yep. Drew State's going to be there. It's still their primary trade show. Yep. So they don't go to, uh, I they expect don't go to Drew PCA. State to do something big at that trade that there. I'm sure that's going to be a big push for Blackened, but I think I they've got to have something else up their sleeve with that. So I would look I would look at them as you know someone who's made a big commitment there. The other company that I know is putting a lot into. Uh, TPE is Altidus. So I think Altidus is another company to watch. They're, they're putting a lot into the trade show. Davidoff in general have not, not so much. Um, they, they, they're they there. Um, Davidoff doesn't even focus on white label stuff. They focus on Abo and Camacho. True. And then, and then I still have yet to figure out why STG, what they Did we lose Coop? Uh oh. I don't know what happened, but we lost video and sound. Completely froze on me. We shoot him a text. And we lost his feed completely. He's just going to call back in. One second, guys. I'm sorry for this. It looks like Coop might have had something come up on his end. There he is. All right. Can you hear me? There you are. Okay, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just froze, but I think I was talking about STG. I just don't know what their TPE strategy is at all. It perplexes me. So um, I think you'll see, like I said, the, p the boutique pavilion's a good thing. It's 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 a good place for some of these smaller companies. Like Usually, the that's the big hot yeah. spot. Yeah. yeah. The big question I have is how is the premium cigar piece going to be affected by the expansion of the trade show? Uh, is it going to become less important, as stay as important, or or not? That's what I'm kind of looking at with that as well. Yeah, um, I always look at TP as the smaller, obviously, like you said. Um, some brands do some interesting things. Some of them, it's more of a opportunity for a meetup uh, with retailers or you know whatever. Um, so it's definitely one that I look at and prepare for differently. Um, you're right. We did mention Gurkha. Gurkha is releasing two new lines. Uh, well, not yep. lines, but more of they're, they're, they're going in there. New, new they're, cigars. They're, yeah, I, I think that's a healthy. What they're putting, bringing there is a healthy amount for 
that show, that audience, uh, you know, they're not putting an ultra premium thing out there for it. I think I think they're approaching TP the right way. Yeah, um, I expect like you mentioned the boutique pavilion. I that to me usually is the most exciting part because I feel like the smaller brands shine better at TPE versus the larger brands. Um, and, and agree, agree. And, I think last uh, year we I, saw a lot of stuff in that one little area. But sometimes I see some companies, and I'm like, you know, I would be like, United came in there last year. I wasn't there, but you were there. Yep. United came in with some good products. They came in with the Montosas and, and, and the Honor Landry stuff last year. So, I mean, that was a smart move how they approached it. And I think they um, had, at that point, I think they had already announced their firecrackers, too. Yeah, yeah, they had announced the fire. You're right. The firecrackers were announced just beforehand. So, um, I think they approached it very well. HBC usually brings a small release there. Aganorsa does a small release. Uh, it sounds like Aganorsa is going to be focusing on. The uh, they got some stuff they're gonna be focusing on with the show, some of the rebranding and stuff. So, um, so I think there's a lot. Yeah, I think boutique pavilions always in, uh, interesting to watch. I know they they've made improvements to the boutique pavilion since I've been there, and I know they, they it looks a lot nicer right now. And just they've done some things with it. JRE is another one that uses that as well. I don't know if they're going this year to TPA. Well, I was gonna say looking at the map, and I could be wrong, but looking at the map, it seemed like more brands were coming this year than we saw last year. Well, you know, Fuente's going to be there this year. Yeah, Fuente's going to be there. That's one. Yeah, yep. And I can see Fuente being there. Um, I think it's good that Fuente's there. I think it's good that, you know, like maybe, you know, because they do have some stuff that can address some of the space that they're going in. So That's true. Uh, true. You know, Curly Head's, why not put Curly Head out there and, and, and try to get some people, uh, you know, get orders on Curly Head. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, J.C. Newman, Newman was there last year. But well, again, Quorum. <laughs> Take yeah. Quorum orders in. Yeah, so... Do they need to put? I mean, I don't think they should put the Angel Questers out there. That's where I'm going with Jason Newman. Yeah. I think it's a, that's that's more of a PCA thing you do. That's so, true. So, yeah. So, I mean, like I said it's 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 this year. Last year, um, I kind of knew the situation going on with my dad and stuff like that. Um, and I need I knew I was going to need to take time uh, off, and I needed that. So that was why I didn't go last year. And the year before was COVID vaccines were the issue. Yeah. So, that's true. So it's it's unfor- So we're gonna we're gonna see. I I am gonna be talking to the coop people in the next couple of weeks. And but and you know things could change on my end with Pro Cigar. So I I am we are registered uh, right now. Yeah, we're registered. We're set to go. Uh, we will be there. Um, and then of course PCA is you know in July, which is a very different show. And we'll talk about that in more length. Are you gonna be doing? Are you gonna be doing uh, a PCA type of coverage for it? Um, where you are going to interview everybody or not? Uh, yeah, for the most part, we will. Okay. Yeah, that was something we weighed out, and we didn't think there was enough new product for us to make it worth doing 60 videos. But that's just how Coop – again, Coop has a – Coop, smoke and tobacco. How about this? Everyone has a different focus. So that's not to say it's wrong to do that um, either. So uh, what what the part I really will miss about TP is, is seeing everybody, obviously, seeing you guys. And it's a much more relaxed atmosphere. So, um, I'm just hoping I get a seat at dinner at Pro Cigar. So uh, that's that's uh, anyone has a table they want. Your your concern is dinner at Pro Cigar. That's all. That's that's your big thing right now. I I need a table. Uh, look, I'm I'm I don't have to. You can put me. You know, you can put me in a. You know, off to the side or something. But yeah, if I have a table, I'm very happy. So I am begging for a table, Justin. If you're listening, yeah, I'm I'm open for a table, Justin. I don't think Justin's listening though. 
They uh, maybe they'll put you. Maybe they'll put you with the kitchen staff. Yeah, I mean they they got a place to uh, sit. Seating. Well, there is seating, but it's like bar seating way in the back is what I had. So I'm hoping that they, that could be. But I'm really glad that they invited me, and I'm grateful that they invited me. So I don't want to pick on them. They they really uh, they they are so accommodating. Um, and this year they had some a few people change roles, but they've been very accommodating in the last few weeks. So, um, as well as the poor support people. So. And you, uh, the other thing too is, uh, you, you said you're going to Pure Sabor, uh, which will be interesting. That's a couple weeks. That's first week of February. Twenty third, twenty third. Oh, it's January. Okay. It's January. Yeah. It's uh. So that that uh. And where where that, is that hosted in Nicaragua? It starts out in Granada. Okay. And then moves up to Esteli. Okay. I've never done Pure Sabor, so there's not much I can comment on it. So this is my first one I'm doing. This is the first time I got an invite this year. And you also recently went to Mexico City for the Casa 1910 experience. Yep, we were talking about that last time. Yep, so yes. Casa, yeah, so I'm doing some international travel, which is why I took some downtime when I did uh, from yeah. from, po- from the podcast. Um, so I reset up the studio for this tonight, and uh, I have another week we're taking off from the other shows, um, and then we're going to be getting back into the swing of things the following week. So the um, so you have Nicaragua, you have the Dominican. Yep. And then you're going to the Great Smoke. Yep. And then you'll be at PCA. Are there any yep. other noteworthy visits that you'll be making? My, there'll be another Miami visit in there at some point. Yeah. There will be uh, a Miami I have visit not, for me as well. I have not been to Miami, by the way, since um, since before PCA. That's right, because you were to... down there. Yeah, I haven't been down there. I'm just trying to think, was I down there? No, I don't think I was down there beforehand. Yeah, so it's been uh, a while, and then I did the Boston trip, which was that's so true. Was you were the here. Yeah, but that was that was not cigar related originally. So no. Um. So yeah, there's a lot. Uh, definitely. I, I mean, I, tomorrow I'm getting another booster shot for COVID, so um, I'm gonna be doing that. Uh, so folks who are looking for number one and number two cigars of the year, the the purpose is gonna be delayed. I have my COVID shot in the morning. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's gonna do it for this week. I. Um, Yo, good show, good show, man. Wanna, Thank wanna, you very I wanna, much. I want to leave it. I want to leave it at there because, like I said, we, we're gonna have more coming up to, to cover. So I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. We still have the end of the year stuff. Um, there'll be probably a little bit more TPE stuff as well. Um, and then at some point, you know, we'll, we're gonna cover. Um, we'll do a little bit on Pro Cigar, obviously. And then uh, after that, we'll be getting into the deep part of the spring, and we have the fundraiser coming up too. So there'll be all of that going on, which we are we're working on now to get that ready for um, announcement soon. And then uh, after that, it's, it's almost PCA preseason. So there's a lot going on. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be goes very fast. Yep, it does. It goes really fast. So guys, thank you once again for being with us tonight. If you're watching and listening with us, if you're listening to us later or watching to us later, thank you. And as always, please like and subscribe. And if uh, you get your podcast, wherever you get your podcast, don't forget to subscribe there as well. And visit SmokingTobacco.com for all news and updates, reviews, and updates on our fundraiser at SmokingTobacco.com. Coming up soon too. Yep. Yeah, it's coming up. Very excited. And with that, we'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Take care. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smokin' Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.